Well, hello there, my little droid. Come closer. Uh, oh, that's so bad. Coffee with curmudgeons. It's a Monday. Um, yeah, I was just doing this. Yeah. Oh. Working on it. Ooh. Working on it. Well, we were going to put it on the mic, but we ran out of time. Why, Doc? What is that? Who's speaking? Where's my thing? Oh, oh yeah, right there. Who, who's speaking? It is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, folks. Uh... It's uh, Special Agent, FBI Agent, Tammy Preston. Hey, this is Call Me Agent Preston. That's I'm just you, in, Tammy. Oh, I'm, I'm just in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I figured I'd swing by and put on the snazzy, brand new news box button. <laughs> we tried to put it on the mics, right? Like, we do this, like, uh, what, 10, 15 seconds before we hit the button? Like, yeah, so. like as the thing's rolling, we're like... Doing stuff here. I, I, I clocked it in today at a, a at a swift seven point five. Yeah, I think you're you're <laughs> accurate. I think you're accurate. Yeah, uh, it's Jason Allen. Oh, it's me. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Happy Monday. To, yeah. So uh, this is we're still dealing with the technical things. Well, that's kind of how it's working, but that's okay. Uh, we figured out it's a war of attrition. Figured out what was going on yeah. over the weekend. Uh, the com- the computer is fine. That's the good news. Yes, because that means that um, that you know computers are expensive. Just a little bit. They they but, can be. Yeah. Well, we'll just do a quick tech talk. Mm-hmm. Like thirty seconds. I promise. Okay, maybe a minute. Um, there's a video capture card. And yep. people know this now. A lot of people are on Twitch doing their games and stuff like right, that. Right, they're taking days. screenshots. And well, and they have like a little picture-in-picture picture and right. a headset, yeah. and that's yeah. popular. In fact, one of these, we we actually talked about doing something live on Twitch. just Because we're not gamers. We could, oh, uh, I know how we'll do it. The non-gamer gamer. Yeah, we'll justify it. We'll do our talk show. Yeah. But we'll just put a little screen in the bottom with, with the original Nintendo Wii playing tennis or something. Oh, that's cool. Brilliant. That's cool. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Ooh. So we could do something like that. Right, little Mario Brothers down in the corner. Oh, Xbox guys no. will be watching us live on the Xbox network. These guys suck. Or what oh, if we man, what they if we know go what they're doing? Fully retro. Like old Atari Pong. Ooh. ooh. Okay, we're, we're we're on this. Or the little tank no. one, you know, where you're tanking. No, this and is done. I, one of yeah. my favorites, Battle Zone. Battle Zone. One of my favorites. Yeah, we're on it. We yes. are on it. We're. You know, they have those uh, classic Atari games. You can go they to like, like what is it? Walmart, Toys R Us, yeah. Fred Meyer. I don't know. And it's just like a little tiny joystick or whatever. Yeah. And the chip has because those games by today's standards, gigabytes, terabytes. Yeah. Uh, those games are like. Two bytes big, you know what I mean? Right, they're yeah. little tiny, so they fit on like some little tiny chip. You, you, oh, you could probably put one of those games. You know how you uh, get a birthday card? Yeah. Oh, and you open it up, and there's a little song, a, little a song, and yeah. LEDs and stuff go off. I like it. You could probably open it up. You just have to find some cheap screen and yeah. have like asteroids and all that stuff going on. Because that's a the, the, there's not there's not a lot of data there. No. For those games. No. So that's perfect. You we are gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna do Twitch. Now that's no, now a quest. We have to get back on Periscope first, okay? Yeah. Which uh which is part of the the problem. Uh the machine <laughs> that was doing the Periscope yeah. died. And it turned out uh yeah. everything I I got the t- I I you, I you went full bore on it, right? A plus tech certified. You know, I yeah. don't know. I bet. Look, I've been building computers since your father was in diapers. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, I, I I even got out the volt because mm. I thought maybe the power supply had died. So mm-hmm. we're like, 12.6 volts to 5.5. It's not that hard. You shall live! You know, elect- basic yeah. electronics is not that hard. and you get, It is for me. And, and, and you get... You go to your, well, I guess you can't go to Radio Shack anymore, but you go to wherever <laughs> fine yeah. electronics things are sold, or, you know, the Lowe's or whatever, I think, actually has these, too. Really? And you buy an electric multimeter. It's the yeah. one with the dial and the prongs yeah. and the voltage, and you just read and learn about it. And you know one thing you can do with it? You mm. can test your batteries thoroughly. Because oh. you put the multimeter on there, yeah. it tells you exactly how many volts your batteries are pushing out. Gotcha. So you can really tell, and you can check your car battery with. You got to be careful. You're dealing with, <laughs> yeah. You got to put the dial in the right place. But they're digital. They used to have like a not a thing, a little yeah. meter that you'd have to read. Uh, but now they just read it out digitally. Yeah. And it's handy. I mean, yeah. you, can, you can find out. You can go. Uh, is this thing working? I don't see any current there. Guess what? I think my problem is. You know, that's yeah. what you use. These yeah, multimeters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. have mine right here, but I should. And it, it's handy. And it just just testing batteries. Yeah. Going through. You know, you know, you have that drawer through full of batteries. Yeah. That you're like, everyone has this, right? Yeah. And and, and you're like, uh, I don't know. Is this one good? Is that one good? We we had to go by the old lick system. Oh yeah, here, kid, lick the battery. See if it's you know. Well, that that's what we curmudgeons used to do back in the seventies. And you, ah! right, <laughs> is it good? Ah, ah. Now you no wonder why all my kids twitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have lost the sense of taste and smell. <laughs> I licked batteries when I was a kid. But those batteries, <laughs> Dad they was work. over there going, "I gotta jump the car. Can you come over here with your tongue and see if mm-hmm. the uh, if mm-hmm. the car is the uh, battery is live?" Mm-hmm. No, uh, kids. Uh, please don't do that at home. You, you will bad things will happen if you go licking your twelve volt car battery. Bad, bad, bad. Jeez, I, I just called that father and son bonding. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I know. I, I, I you know, I've jumped, <laughs> oh, I've man. jumped cars in the last yeah a few months. I probably because of uh, partly be due to the weather. You know, we had that severe, severe cold weather, which what happens is. A car sits, a battery drains. It's just kind of a phenomenon. It happens in cold weather, yeah, especially Ex- extreme cold, extreme cold, and extreme hot. And if yeah. your battery's okay, usually you just need a jumper and get it charged back up when the weather's good, and uh, you're on your way. And so I've had occasion to charge a few batteries. And you know, you have. I mean, there's a whole. You got to be real careful because right. you got two ends right. of a 12 volt oh, yeah. DC DC. You know they say. They say, Jason. Red is hot, black is not. Well, they, 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 hey, they say mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, uh, well, uh, red is plus, yeah. hot, and yeah. black is ground. Yes. Common. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they say the AC won't kill you, the DC will. Mm. Which is why we have AC current. Right. That's, that's the whole, uh, remember when they did electricity? When we brought in electricity, right, right. folks, into America. America. And Europe. America. And that was Edison, right? Yes. Con Edison and... Con Ed, yeah. You know, Con, they called him Con Edison because he was stealing ideas from every Ste- other... Tesla. Every other person. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a Tesla had his, his electric, but it was DC, yeah, which is direct current, which means you make the cir- circuit and the current flows this way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
And then there's AC. Alternating current. Alternating current. Yeah. It goes this way, that way, this way, that way. Yeah. The thing is, is DC, when you make the current, you make the current, and yeah. current flows. Well, if you, Jason, happen to be somewhere in line of that current... Yes. Uh, that current's flowing right through Jason, because we're, mm. we're a conductor. We are. We're full of... We're full of uh, water, uh, electrolytes. We're full of uh, of uh, salt. Yes. And electrolytes. Electrolytes are good conductors. We're good conductors. Bones are good conductors. Right. We're just good conductors. We are. So be careful with the live wires. Well. And, and DC. So we want AC because it helps a little bit. Excellent. Yeah. And there's nothing. Have you ever, uh, have you ever got mm. a shock? I, you know, by a live oh, yeah. house wire. Yeah, well, I remember one time it was ACDC, and the next minute it's Highway to Hell. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was oh, yeah. how did that happen? Oh, boy. Um, I, You know, I think it was like, a, as weird as it is, it's like a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, there was some current passing. It's always the refrigerator. And you grab Jason. the refrigerator, yep. and then you feel that hum that turns painful up the arm. Yep. And, then yep. you s- and then you see God. That would be it. Yeah. That would be the one. That would be it. Yep, uh, I've had it happen a, a couple times. Yeah, and I'm I'm very careful. Trust me, I'm not out there going, "Hey, let's let's see what happens when we pass electricity <laughs> through our bodies." What happens when I lick this? Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, it was same thing. The first one, I was a kid and I was house sitting some old neighbors, old people's house. <laughs> And uh, it's always how it happens. They had the they yeah. they had the setup where they had the you know people have two refrigerators or a freezer or whatever, sure. and that's out in the garage. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. So they got it against the wall in the garage. Yep. And it's, it's on concrete. Yeah, it's their whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's their utility fridge. It was a utility fridge or a, yeah. their, or their freezer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I go in there and to go out to the garage to check on something or whatever. And I'm taking care of their cat and their plants or whatever. I was taking care of their plants. Oh, hey. <laughs> Me. A fern needs supervision. Uh, yeah. I, I guess if you pay me, I'll water your plants. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I, their plants probably died after I took care of them, I bet. But so I go out in the garage, their garage. Mm hmm. And uh, uh, interestingly, the lady's name was Joe, so it was Joe's Garage. Joe's Garage. Imagine that. Jamming in Joe's Garage. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I look for the light, right? Yeah. And it's like, where's the where's the light switch? It's dark. I so you're turn reaching the light around. Yeah. So I'm reaching around, reaching around in the dark. Yeah. And, uh, you know, usually, oh, the refrigerator's here, but the light is usually right there. Sure. Uh, slide you know, your door, hand back, and there's a light. Yeah. There's a light switch, yeah. right next to the door frame. Well, there was a light switch there next to the door <laughs> frame, mm-hmm. or there was something there. But so I reach around, put my hand in this space behind the refrigerator where the light switch. There's got to be a light switch here. Run my, run my fingers slowly up the sheetrock, mm. and my hand hits two live AC wires. Oh. Yeah. Any sparks? No sparks or no. anything. See, the good news is uh, what happens if you have an extremity out like that. Yes. Uh, it just passes through the extremity. Right. It doesn't pass through the rest of your body. It kind of goes up. Like you said, you get this sensation. It goes up your arm, like yeah. up your bone, and you're like, ah. Oh. It's it's like nothing you ever. I think I was like, <laughs> I think I'm yeah. like, <laughs> 
you know right, i yeah. mean it's it's that kind of thing you make a you make a noise that you've never uh made before yeah when you well, shock yourself on the ac the sec- now you know the secret of the howling song mm. i just touched a couple wires and then oh yeah right that's actually that's right so it, it goes the current ac yeah. alternates through your hand yeah and through your bones and your nerves and you know your nerves your are sinew your, your nerves yeah. are electrical yeah <laughs> like your brain and your nerves and stuff that's actually electrical system that it is so if you're passing through a bunch of heavy current through there, yeah, all kinds of crazy things happen. A little system overload going on. But uh, I did it another time too, accidentally, and it was <laughs> and that time. And this is always yeah. bad when you're doing electrical or whatever. And it's like we shut this circuit down, right? We go to the box. It's down. It's shut down. It's like, oh no, that one's live. That was what circuit was that? Now it was mm. like, oh man. And here's a secret. Mm-hmm. Here's a secret that, secret that they do. Yeah, one hand. When you when you go into like like first shut your circuits down, confirm that they're down. Get your multimeter out. Check all the wires. Nothing. 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 No current. Yeah. Then work on whatever it is you need to work on. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, uh, the other thing is one hand if you can. Mm. And that's the secret because two hands is bad. Here's mm. what happens with two hands. With welcome to electrical contractor safety with Doc Normal. We are not electrical contractors, but uh, this is informational and for entertainment only. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, but you, the, the, where you, where you get into trouble yeah. with electricity mm-hmm. is uh, you have one hand here and one hand here. And you have a positive here and a negative here, or yeah. or or the two ends of the AC circuit. Yeah. And you touch, you make the circuit, and where does that circuit pass? Right through, right through the old ticker. One takes the high road, it the takes other the takes the low road. <laughs> right through that. I yeah. mean, this is this is what I learned as a tenderloin scout. This mm-hmm. was part of our first aid about uh, yeah. electrical shock. Yeah. It tenderloin, was, come here, hold these wires. Well, you know the like the uh you know, uh, remember emergency you remember the Johnny Gage Roy DeSoto. Oh, right, man. one of my favorites, right? Yeah. Remember they had the paddles, they'd come out with yes. those paddles, it's like Clear My husband he, he he either choked on some meat or he's having a heart attack. He looks yeah. like he has a heart attack. And then they get the paddles up. Yeah. They squirt that gel on it first. You guy know. would jump 10 yeah. feet. Yeah. Boom, boom. Next thing you know, he's yeah. like belly flopping and everything's good. And they have, they, they, so you know, the, you, there are places, probably places here in Portland, mm-hmm. buildings that have those paddles. Like they have first aid kits yes. and stuff. Yeah. They have made that so that citizen first aid people, and it's a great, it might be a good idea. I don't know. But you can hook it up. Defibrillators. It's, all, it's yeah. all computer operated. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you can save someone's life, like you have the CPR, but yeah. if somebody collapses and has a heart attack, if you have that in your kit and your building, you can run, get it, hook them up. It, it'll do all the, you know, it's computers, 2017 could save, now. Could it's save like a, a life. Yeah. Could save a life and it'll yeah. just defibrillate. I don't think, I don't think it's like emergency. I don't think they put it on. There's like, and the guy goes 10 feet up. Yeah. Because that would be totally cool. Wouldn't you be? Let's, we'd be working in the office, Jason and Doc. Yeah. And be like, God, I hope someone has a heart attack. Right. right. Cause, and we'd be getting those paddles out. It's like, 
poof, and the guy comes back like, oh, I'm feeling much better now. Mm, we yeah. think you need a tune-up. Let's do another one, right? Right. Let's watch this guy go sky high. Mabel goes down in the middle of casual Friday, yeah. and next thing you know, we're springing into action, you know? Like, uh, in my name stops we being would, Jason. It's it's like Roy DeSoto then, you know? Johnny Gage and the yes. Roy DeSoto of... Portland, oh my gosh. And it don't matter that there's no one around us. I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, clear! Yes! You know, getting people back, yes! you know, just in case. Literally all we're doing is showing up. I mean, some yeah. kid, you know, cuts his finger. There's a there's a cat up in the tree. We're there. Literally all we do is paramedics, you yeah. and I. Yeah. Doc DeSoto and, and Johnny Johnny Gage Allen. You never know. We just may drive around after the show looking for a random exactly. crisis, you know? But all we're there to do is use those paddles, man. Oops. It's just like, whoop, fingers lost. Let's get the paddles out. Right. We are here to help. Get that cat. Let's get the paddles out. Wow. Right. Also, out of the tree. Well, we got the cat out of the tree. Right. Uh... Yes, yes. We you got indigestion from Subway? Man, we're take, we're clearing that right up for you. Yeah. Because you know? it was great. Like on that TV show, like literally these people would jump like three feet high when they don't. You yeah. go, wow. I just want to. You're, you're a little kid watching that on the show. I and you're like, do that once. I, oof, man. Yes. You know, my favorite uh, emergency <laughs> episode ever is when they did a crossover and they visited the Sanford house when, you know, after Sanford says, you're, oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> I got the big one you, next. You know, they come crashing through the door. You know, great, Grady's getting thrown up oh, against the wall. <laughs> and there, and there you go. You, you, you got me there. I was, I was right there. This is, I haven't seen the crossover. <laughs> you, Sun episode what do you emergency. mean? You've never seen that. How dare you? Next deal, they can bust them through the door, you know? If we had time that we never have, as we talk about video editing and things, this this would be the one. Yes, and Sam would go, I'm coming for you! We're going to engage you just sort of with the paddles. We're ready. Oh, no, I'm feeling much better. No, no, no. You need a tune-up. And we'll end with rerun in the corner going, damn! Oh, my gosh. What do you think? Dynamite! (laughs) J.J. Walker, Dan walking in Dynamite! They had crossover episodes, but usually it was like uh, Adam 12, you know, it was because it was all Jack... God bless you, Jack Webb. Yeah. Joe Friday. Joe Friday. Yeah, you can't... See... I got you know I've got this place in my heart for Joe Friday Dragnet Adam yeah. Twelve yes uh, uh, emergency yes I mean they, you know he was the first Jack Webb was the first to he he and oh he'd go down mm-hmm. to L A and they all the L A police would give him like awards and the fire departments would give him awards and mm-hmm. and he was just he was all about the procedural oh yeah and then throw in a little dialogue. You know, just the facts, ma'am. Uh, 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 Bill, uh, what do you think about this robbery? I right. don't know. I don't know, Joe. This, in all my years on the service, this is weird. I haven't seen something quite like this. Maybe the old lady was taking the money out of the cash richers. I know, Joe. I've been thinking about that too. But she has the grandson. Mm, the grandson. Right. Joe, right. what's wrong? Mm, my wife put in t- mm. took in my pants too tightly. Mm. You're going to have to get that fixed, Joe. Let's go back to the station and talk to the cap about this. Okay. Let's you know, do it. It would just be like 
something that mundane. Oh, sure. These great ones. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, I, lo- I love the Dragnet and the old Dragnet. Do you have a favorite episode? I've got a couple. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> it's probably on my list, too. The one where they LSD or whatever mm-hmm. is the, mm-hmm. the bomb or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite, it's not episodes per se, but it's always when Scenes. Joe is trying to be hip and talk to the kids. Oh. Because it's so painful. Because he doesn't call them kids. Oh, no. He always calls them youngster. Hey there, youngster. Come here for a minute. Yeah, yeah Mr. Friday. Oh. You look like a clean-cut American kid. Youngster. Oh, hello, brother. Yeah. It'd be like, don't call me brother, Mr. White. Right. Creepy old... Nixonian detective, please. Exactly, Mr. Painful crew cut guy. Yes. You know? Oh, my gosh. You know, we're missing. We will will need to put in an order for some buttons. Joe Friday. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Dragnet buttons. Dragnet. Come on. We could. Come on. The button could be like the badge. (gasps) Oh. Oh, yes. The badge, like 816 or something. That's right. Like, it's a number on it. And we're just like. Oh. That's right. If the youngsters don't get in line, it's not my problem. Right. When and they do, I carry a badge. Dun, 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 dun. It'll also help when we're out in the area with their paddles. Dun, 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 People dun. will see the badge and like, oh, they're official. Well, it, that, well. That, that always was weird as a kid. Yeah. It seemed as though Gage did, they had a badge. They had they a did. fire badge. They did. Fire badges. Like nowadays you see. There's no fire badges no, nowadays. No, no. I mean, nowadays you kind of see. Maybe, I don't know, maybe like the Portland police, the Portland fire captain. I like, bet you he's got a badge. I think it's a she. Well, I bet you she's got a badge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, so, so, yeah, I think maybe like mm. they might wear a nicer in their class A's, maybe with the, uh, the yeah. fire badge, but it but back in the day, you roared the fire. First, they had that funky hat. Let's I talk love about those that hats. Helmet. I right? always wanted one of those hats with the thing, like the classic. Yeah. They had that in emergency, yeah. and then they they would walk around and they'd have a fire badge. And as a yeah. kid, as a kid growing up, as a boy, yeah, as a privileged as white a youngster, as boy Jack Webb says, in suburbia, suburbia. <laughs> You know, you, you'd be like, mm, police badge or fire badge? Police Ooh. badge or fire badge? Boy, that's a tough one, right? That is a tough one. On, one hand, on the one hand, I get to shoot and kill people. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I get to go save people in precarious uh, situations. Right, you're and leaping out of the flames. Hero, and everyone goes, there yeah. you for getting the cat and my child. Right. You're leaping out of the flames, grandma's on your shoulder, mm-hmm. and people are taking mm-hmm. pictures. Next thing you know, you're accepting awards like Jack Webb, except yep. you're doing it as a fireman. Yes, you're a hero. Yeah. And they are. They are I, heroes. I mean, I've always... Uh, I, I know I know a guy who probably will like this episode. <laughs> he, honest to God, true paramedic. Nice. Guy. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll I, have to share this with him if I, he's not watching on Facebook right now. Nice. Yeah, I always have to give it up to the people that yeah. when they're in, I mean, the human oh, instinct is when something's on fire, run away. Mm-hmm. And those are the guys that have to run into it. Which, so by I, the way, is a good human instinct, folks. Yes. Run away. <laughs> run away. Like Fight or flight. Flight is always the better solution for saving yourself. I mean, no, granted, if you, uh, you know, if you yeah. have... Uh, <sighs> Someone's inside or whatever, sure. and you've—I mean—that's a personal choice. Of course, I was the tenderloin scout, so we—we—we. We, we You're running into learned, the forest, man. We learned all about these things. You Bears know? attack. You're running in. 
But I don't think in these buildings with the defibrillators that they have, yeah. I don't think they're like the paddles. I think they just sound it hook up and the you know it's got like uh. a Intel you know laptop or whatever and kind of deet deet kind of puts out a little you know why is my tongue uh, tingly now I don't yeah. know um, but uh, it's surgical though right yeah I mean, it's, it's like kind of, doot, doot. no but they, they they you you paste it on yeah. this is the ones that you and I could use in a building to save someone's right, life right they're like EKG things they put on yeah but they also do a little yeah. uh, defibrillating they do like yeah. a little uh, circuit I think that's the right word they 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 yeah. put a little current in there to uh, snap that, it up snap that uh, ticker yeah snap that heart up yeah there you go Isn't it amazing to you that Dick Cheney is still alive speaking of tickers Darth Cheney he's I'm sorry folks that was unfair yeah I'm sure I'm sure he's a very nice man just don't go hunting with him anyway <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head it's sort of evil Doc Doc's evil morning moment I'll have Dick you know Cheney. Darth Cheney hasn't been human since 1976. No, he's got like 12. He, I mean, you, you take, take that coat off and it would be yeah. Darth Vader's whole like apparatus. Right. right. I don't know. Bush. That's a terrible uh, thing to. I shouldn't do that. Even, George even if I'm your father. Even if I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Search your feelings. <laughs> No! Uh, is that a rifle? Hunting rifle? No! You're right. You shoot your hand off. Oops. Uh, it, well, you know, okay, let's let's be fair. See, I, I feel bad now that I just threw that out there. Yeah? The Dick, I mean, Dick Cheney jokes are like uh, went out with uh, Bob Hope jokes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think Bob Hope did Dick Cheney jokes at right. one point before he passed, before he... In fact, his last words was a Dick Cheney joke. <laughs> yeah. He's on his deathbed, and he comes out with one last zinger. Yeah. If you're feeling bad about making a Dick Cheney... Well, well just, you know, Dick Cheney... Is that God? Is that the light? Oh, God. No, I'm doing Bob Hope on his deathbed. Oh, let me tell you that, Dick Cheney. The other day I was walking to the light. Is that you? Oh. (laughs) No. This has just evolved into... I mean, here we're we're giving giving safety tips. Safety tips. We're talking about uh, uh, paramedics. Paramedics. We're all the good things. Cool 70s sitcom crossovers. That's right. And what does Doc Normal do? Devolves into wishing people ill. Yeah, you know. Listen, if you have, if I you're really feeling, get my head adjusted. Nah, if you're feeling, if you're feeling, later to the brain. <laughs> that's what we do. You're not supposed to do it like that. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> no. Newsbox. It's like a defibrillator to the brain. Ooh. Huh? Ooh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. There you go. Makes it sound like. Makes evil <laughs> geniuses. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> Anyway, so no. Listen, if you're feeling guilty about um, saying something bad about Dick Cheney, just take a moment and think of all the (sighs) crappy things he's done. Yeah, I know. know. I know. know. I was picking someone kind of with a, you know, but I don't know, still. Yeah. I I just feel like, I don't know why I I feel bad about that. It's Monday. It's like... Send him a card. (laughs) Better yet, be ready with the paddles (laughs) next time it's like seventh heart. (laughs) 
It's like, it's like, you know, it's like if you're like, oh, I wish that bomb would have worked on that Hitler guy. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I, I wish their family uh, well. It's like, no, 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 no. It should have worked. Do you think that Operation <laughs> Valkyrie comment went too far? Yeah, exactly. No, it didn't. No. It was supposed to be assassinated. It would have ended the war it's maybe Hitler. sooner. It's Hitler, for God's sake. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. I'm sorry. Happy Monday, everybody. We were, you know, we tried yeah. to, yeah. Uh, that was totally uncalled for. Yeah. So anyway, so the video card, capture yeah. card in this uh, um, in this computer. Yeah. Uh, I took it out, and then the computer boots up fine. It was like, hey, hey, how you doing? I'm your computer. Wow. Yeah. That's what it does. Wow. Yeah, I got one of those. There you go. Um, wouldn't it be great if yeah. everything in life if, did that? If your machines, if your computer, yeah, like that's you know because uh, the Mac you you boot it up and it goes does the old yeah. and they have the old um, retro Mac yeah uh, your PC what does your PC do sometimes it beep beep and then it, yeah uh, and then it, it used to be old dun, computers dun, dun, dun. yeah something like that well that's oh my god I think that was yeah. NBC. No. Yeah. yeah. The, the more you know. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, it gives you a sound. You know, or something like that. Yeah. A little chime. I mean, you know, Intel has their sound. They don't do that on the computer. But you know. Yeah. That sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, That's, yeah. But they don't do that. But there's a Windows yeah. sound and there's a yeah uh, an Amiga sound or Amiga. Uh, you know, there's mm-hmm. a startup sound. But wouldn't it be great mm. if your computer in 2017 or your phone or whatever you boot it up and it just starts, hey. I'm your phone. Hey, how are you doing? God, you're looking good. I can't wait to serve you. I can't wait to uh, yeah. surf cool stuff yeah. for you and yeah. make calls and texts. Mm. You know, there was a movie like that. Actually. That would be cool. Uh, highly recommend. Cult film called okay. Dark Star. Dark Star. Are you familiar Ooh, with this? No. Okay. Dark Star is written by Dan O'Bannon. Dan O'Bannon. Famous sci-fi writer. Love wrote the name. Uh, what uh, you could name scripts that he wrote. Uh, one, uh, this little film called Alien. Oh, just, been one. just a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote that. Uh, he he was a scriptwriter and a, and a uh, sci-fi novelist. Wrote a lot of stuff. Television. Very successful guy. Daniel yeah. Bennett. He passed Daniel a, a few years ago, unfortunately. His friend in college in film school, yeah. John Carpenter. Wow. Yeah. So we had these people. Wow. And uh, I can't remember who the other guy, but you yeah. know they were like at USC studying the film. Yeah, yeah. And then what they do, yeah. uh, like Lucas did his THX yeah. movie, they make a little movie. Well, they made this sci-fi movie. They're into sci-fi fantasy. And, of course, you look at their careers, and it's like they go off and do horror and sci-fi and cool yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Successful in Hollywood. So they make this little movie called Dark Star. Mm. little low-budget cult movie with the effects and everything mm. uh, about the a survey crew out in hyperspace that mm. blows up planets that are in the way of of the hyperspace route kind of a little this is wow a little they're bit, like a construction crew yeah kind of like uh du- um the uh, douglas adams too a little bit kind of oh. a riff on that right yeah but uh so they have these thermonuclear like dark death star death star before there was a death star these thermonuclear uh, killer bomb mm. genesis device things that can just decimate yeah. a whole planet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, you got computers, you got hyperspace. Well, the bomb is like, you know, has a computer and it. it's like HAL 9000. It talks to you. Yeah. Hi, Bob. Yeah, that's exactly right. So the scene oh. is, the opening scene is there, there. It's like, okay, this planet mm, checks off, you know. 
And they're just a survey crew. They, they're uh, very. If you watch this movie, you'll see threads of like the movie Alien and oh, other threads going in. Okay. Writing characterization. Like a genesis of what they were yeah, thinking that yeah, come down. Yeah, on. which is why people are like, "Oh, Dark Star, that was a cool." And it's funny. It's a comedy. Okay. And so the bomb drops down, and the first thing the bomb goes, "Hi." I'm your bomb. I can't <laughs> wait to blow this planet up. How are you guys doing up there? How are you feeling? Well, we're feeling a little bit hungover today. Oh, that's too bad. I could sing you a song. I mean, like the the, wow. the bomb, the computer bomb talking to yeah. him. So I highly recommend it. So Dark Star, look it up in your fine boutiques online. Right. You can get it. There was one thing I never understood, though, about uh, computer voices. Why they they why they were they was always sounding so, hi, how are you? Like, how? Well, well, I want one that comes in like a like a chain smoking fifties housewife with her hair and curlers. What do you want? Well, what's your you favorite know? computer voice out of Ooh. all all the sci fi? Oh, have. easily. Okay, Buck Rogers, the twenty fifth Tweaky man. Tweaky. Better, better. What's up, Buck? Is it Tweaky or, or Doctor Theopolis was Wiki? No, it's Tweaky. Okay, because uh, then they get the Wiki. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Tweaky. Tweaky. Yeah. What's up, Buck? Yeah. You know, he always those snappy one-liners, too. There's so many good ones. Yeah. There is. There's Hal. There's Dr. Theopolis and Tweaky. Yeah. There's Dr. Theopolis. He was... Remember, he was the one on the chest? And uh, oh, Tweaky oh, always from, had him on his chest. He was like, real calm. Right. And we will get out of How this situation. How about the Knight Rider? Oh, Kit. Kit. Ooh. By John, whatever his name is. Yeah. Kit. That Cam- was good. Cannell? Cannell? Yeah, well... Stephen Yeah, Cannell? but the, the actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, played yeah, Kit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was Kit... Uh, there was, um, uh, you know, you know which one I liked was Robot. Yeah. Robot didn't have it was Robot. Remember, yeah. Lost in Space. Danger, Danger Will, Will Robinson. Robinson. It was Danger. just Robot. He never really had a name. It was a Robot, right? Yeah, or early '80s. Shall we play a game? Well, yeah, that was the voice synthesizer. I, know. I, know. Um, I didn't want to leave him left out. I mean, of course, you got the whole Star Wars. You got R two D two, and you've got yeah C three PO. I always liked R two D two because you 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 always were every time they'd interpret R two D two, the little squeaks yeah. and squawks. You'd yeah. be like, the guy's cussing like a crazy. Oh, he is. These asteroid droids are dirty. He's cussing like a sailor. Like when Princess Leia comes out for the first time, and 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 R two D goes. There was probably not something very nice. No, that he was sexual. There was sexual <laughs> harassment yeah, going on there. Yeah. So R two D two. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The, you think they're the most famous android robot, uh, robot voices now, ever? I think yeah. now. I think everyone like it, you know when you see R two D two, it's like what is that a trash can? It's like everyone knows. I mean, yeah. Star Wars is one of those things. It's universal. You yeah. know, that's the that's always the test. There's another pro tip. Okay. Okay. Okay, so folks, when the alien invasion comes, the extraterrestrials. Yeah, yeah. Here's what and they will. And oh, they will. they will. No, we're given safety advice. Right. We're very like uh, we should get our bad our our fireman. I, you know, I bet mm. you our fireperson badges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you if we went, we might be able to just go do a field trip down to the fire. Why uh, not? House down here and get the, the. Do they still have the stickers? Oh, I want a sticker. The police, you know, the Portland police still yeah. had the stickers once. One yeah. time, my kid and it was like the neighbor, and it was like, "Oh, here, have a sticker." Oh, I, I got one left. They still had the yeah, like a junior police buddy sticker. Yeah. Like that. Like, oh wow, rat out your parents. It's almost <laughs> it's almost as special as the Burger King. What are they King cooking crumb? down in the basement? Here's <laughs> your junior. <laughs> 
in four Joe Friday will be pressed. Just the facts. Yeah. Well, mommy's lost a lot of weight lately, and there's weirdly weird smells and lots of dads cooking a lot of pasta downstairs. And he cusses a but lot. But there's no food anywhere. <laughs> there's no food anywhere. His gums are always bleeding, and he's just... Oh, my gosh. I don't know, Joe. What does this look like to you? Looks like meth cooks in the basement. Right. Sad, really, isn't it? Yes. Things are breaking bad. <laughs> yeah. Breaking bad meets dragnet. Right. This would be oh, perfect. gosh. This would be perfect. Can you imagine? Yeah. Joe shows up. There's meth cooking in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, put, <laughs> put down that meth youngster. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many oh. things. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it, it, Joe Friday. Th- yeah. There was a, my favorite Joe Friday. Okay. Uh, one of them you mentioned was uh, the LSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And was it LSD or was it called something else? But it was it was LSD. It was the L- it was we could just call it the LSD story. Right. Right. And it is a half because the shows were a half hour, nice yeah. tight. Yeah. Half hour, twenty eight minutes, or oh, whatever yeah. with commercial, whatever they are, uh, and it. Um, this episode was. It was like it was like an episode of Firing Line. Mm. Uh, I think you saw their really crappy cop detective car. What was it? A Corvair or something? I mean, they had the worst car in the world. Like it wasn't a Chevrolet, no. you know, with the with the suicide doors or something. It's like, hey, you oh. know, it wasn't like something no. Cannon driving his Lincoln Continental three, right. baby. You know, the McMillan and wife in their rolls or whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. They they drove like this crappy little before economy cars existed. They had one, mm-hmm. right? The little, you know, and and so they show up. And so I think you got the establishing scene, and they go into this Church of the Enlightenment or whatever it is. Mm. And basically, it's an actor, and he's Timothy Leary. Yeah. And we have Joe Friday. The entire episode is a two is a two camera shot. Okay. Close ups. Yeah. Between Joe Friday. Yeah. And Timothy Leary. Yeah. Debating. LSD. Ooh. Tune in, turn up. That's the whole episode, Jason. Free the, your mind. There's no nothing else. They're like, okay, uh, maybe they go out and make a call and yeah. come back. The whole point of the episode was it was made at the time when LSD was not, Schedule 1 was not uh, right. illegal. Right. I mean, there was a point. But it's propaganda. They're trying youngsters, to. Youngsters. Yeah. There was a point in the 60s where this uh, Lesurge, what is it? Lesurge? I can't remember. Uh, this LSD, which yeah. was made by, what, a Swiss scientist for a psychology thing? Something like that. Something like that. And then it wound up in, like, San Francisco, California, yeah. in the cities. And that's, you know, the flower, the what we call the hippies, the yeah, music. Yeah. The Jimi Hendrix, the Jefferson Airplane, and yeah, all that. Yeah. And then people would take this, uh, um, you know, uh, acid. Drop an acid, bro. And then they'd have, you know, psychedelic experiences. Yes. I do not speak from experience on this, by the no. way. No. I'm having my psychedelic experience. It's called Trader Joe's Dark Roast. Now, we were too busy hooking paddles up to our heads. Mm-hmm. You know. Tenderloin scouting. Yeah. But anyway, so this whole thing is this debate between this uh, tune in, turn, yeah. turn out, drop, you know what I mean, enlighten yourself, 
uh, Forget Society and Joe Friday representing society. <laughs> you and know, the whole debate. And they just sit there back yeah. and forth. You know what, Doc? People and they may... can't bust him. No. Well, maybe he they wants to. It. Maybe, maybe uh, uh, Frank Gannon. Well, otherwise played by uh, Colonel Potter. Yeah, Henry, uh, Henry, Harry Morgan. Harry Morgan. Yeah. I think Harry Morgan at some point they might find a loophole or something like the guy had yeah. like a petty wallet theft or something and right. he was in high school and so we're gonna bust you on this. It's like Al Capone. It's Just like the, you know, next thing you know the the you phone book, 12 you know, people, but you know, yeah. taxes. So uh, yeah, so there's that. Well, here's what I'm thinking. People today, they've they just listened to what we said, and they said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." That's right. You know what we need to do? We need to do a reenactment right now of oh. of of Jack Webb and the and the uh, and Timothy Leary. You think you're pretty high and far out, don't you? You and your LSD, your tune in and turn out. You know, people have to have a good job. They have to have a family they need to make uh technology things bullets guns we need to spread capitalism and democracy across the world how can you even think of enlightening yourself expand your mind sergeant free yourself oh i've expanded my mind enough i've got my coffee and my cigarettes you high and far out freak I'll show you. I'll get you on a petty misdemeanor from high school when you stole someone's wallet. Frank, can we do that? No, Joe, we can't. Damn it! I am... I haven't pooped in three weeks. Um, does the LSD help with that? I'm, I'm just asking for a friend. Well, yes, it is. Technology's fiber. Ooh. Frank, I need to rethink this. Uh, I'll be back. Uh, anyway, I don't know. That's, that's what it is. That was horrible. That well, was horrible. it is a really good clip. Though I, I once had this clip. It was like, and it was, uh, you know. And he does use the phrase, you think you're really high and far out, don't you? You know, you're like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just bring yeah. it on, baby. And it's, he you couldn't know? say it like any more square either. You think you're really high and far oh, yeah. out, mm-hmm. don't you? And you know what's crazy? Mm. Jack Webb, the actor. Yeah. Total Hollywood guy. Yeah. Huge jazz fan. Like, he actually even made a movie where he stars as some uh, uh, jazz trumpeter in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. You, you probably remember the name. I, I don't. But a uh, huge mm. jazz fan. I mean, he had, like, Bobby Troop and Julie London were, were cast in Emergency, the jazz pianist and yeah. singer. You know? So, so here's... What? Jack mm. Webb, right? Mm-hmm. Mr. like the 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 epitome mm-hmm. of the Nixonian straight-laced Reagan Norman Rockwell conservatism. Yeah. I mean, if you're if there's something that you're going to intake in your body, it better be a cigarette, yes, or a cup of coffee, or coffee, or three stiff martinis. Yes. All legal, by the way. The Jack Webb drink? I mean, was he doing oh, martinis? Pff, you kidding me? Was he shaking in the oh, stir? Come on. Okay. Come on. Okay, I'm just Look checking. at that guy. So, uh, so you have that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No mention of alcoholism in these shows. No. Uh, so you have that. Yeah. 
but he's like uh, hanging out with all his jazz buddies and stuff. Mm. What are jazz buddies, man? Hey, on a little reefer jack uh, while I play a little Dave Brubeck. How do you get the five four? This is how. You know, I mean, it's like. So let me ask you this question then, because that's interesting. Because if he if he portrays this real straight laced all American Norman Rockwell sort of ideal of Americana. And, but then he's listening to jazz, and, and you get a little counterculture with that. Do you think he was riffing maybe a little bit on the straight laceness? Do you think he was maybe I, joking it, on a little bit, going yeah. a little overboard just to... You know that, I I, I think I you, might, you may have something there. Because... You know, you may have something there. Cause maybe, or maybe he was just like, you never know. Oh, this, uh, now I'm going to disgrace mm. the memory of <laughs> the actor-producer Jack Webb, right? But yeah. maybe, you know, Jack's going home like, I don't know about it, can you play a little Dave Brubeck? Right. You know, and it's all a front, right? It's all a front. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> that, that Everyone in mind. Hollywood's like, oh, Webb, dude, have you ever been to one of his parties, baby? Right. Uh, we, this this is this whole show is sarcasm yes. and comedy uh, under fair use. Yes. So we're not suggesting to the estate of Mr. Jack Webb. We're fans. Parody, folks. That, uh, Parody. That he was hanging out with Johnny Carson and Buddy Rich, smoking reefer and uh, stumbling on the drums. Well, right. Let's, let's get let's get Jack high and then have him play the drums. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're hanging out with Carson, you know uh, you're not living the straight life because <laughs> Doc Severinsen was never sober at all. You uh, oh know? my gosh. Yeah. Oh, let's not denigrate the great trumpet player Doc Severinsen. No, he, he was fabulous. I'm not denigrating. Oregon, by the way. I, I'm just saying the man knew at a party. He's from Oregon. That's a, really? He's a native Oregon. I did Doc not know that. Severinsen. can't remember why. Not Portland, though. It was somewhere else. But I, I mm. seem to recall he was one of our... You know, there was always this short list of celebrities of, like, five people. Yeah. And, and one of them would be, you know, that guy who was the <laughs> sergeant that they'd walk past on my mother in the car? Uh, that guy, he's from Portland. You know, it would be, like... You yeah. know, we'd, we'd, we'd dig the bottom of the barrel. But it turns out there's actually uh, famous people. Like there one, are. I don't know if I mentioned on the show, the um, Sam Elliott. Yep. Big article just about S- him. Sam Elliott. Eugene, right? Uh, yeah, Marshall High School, I believe. Yeah. So and He lives in down in Eugene now. I yeah, think. we talked it. about the, that guy, the redneck sheriff from uh, oh. from uh, the James Bond who passed away. Right. He's down here and grew up in Gladstone, Oregon. Wow. And there's others. So there it is. Yeah. Speaking of which, we actually had um, we had a couple famous uh, deaths in the Hollywood area. The first one mm-hmm. that I saw that hit yesterday, I think oh, yesterday geez, morning, was yeah. George Romero. Yeah, that was a hard one. Night of the Living Dead. I mean, yeah. oh my gosh! The famous great George Rom- George A. Romero. George mm-hmm. A. Romero. Yeah. There was yeah. a great. Uh, I don't know if I put that on my Facebook. Um, uh, I might have, but there was a great picture of him, like like they were holding the camera, and there's the lady like right from Night of the Living Dead in yeah. black and white, you yeah. know, total underground, um, but mm. kind of the father, you'd say the father of the zombie movies oh. in the zombie era, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you can the the modern. Uh, like Coca-Cola is the modern version of Santa Claus, mm-hmm. the modern version of the zombie is all, I mean, it's it's mostly George Romero. Now, I'm going to, you, know, you know, I'm just going to throw this out here because you need to know. Yeah. Everyone needs to know. Everyone needs to know. And, and I know everyone loves The Walking Dead and all that. Yeah. 
I am a person also, not just zombies, but also vampires, uh-huh. vampires. Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit bored with the genre of the vampires and the zombies. Probably actually more so mm-hmm. the zombies than the vampires. And I'm sorry, I, I, I know, I'm not... Uh, and I'm saying this just because, and this is like the thing with the, I know everyone, the walking, I tried to watch the walking dead when it came out and I was like, mm, okay, I'm done. I can't just cause the, I know. Okay. Yeah. I know it's good. Don't, I'm not going to fight you on it. No. But, um, but I just, I just, you know, I mean, some people don't like science fiction. Some people are like, Oh, Luke Skywalker. What is this guy? I, I don't know. They're flying through space in a tunic. I can't do this. You know? Right. I mean, that's fine. Why we all that- have our... Why taste. is that dog seven feet tall? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, we all have our tastes. Yeah. So, uh, so zombie stuff genre overdone, and I get bored. You know, I always want to see something new. Yeah. Uh, same with the vampires, kind of took in that direction. Uh, that said, uh, Shaun of the Dead, it, oh, yeah. one of wonderful, wonderful film. I saw yeah. something else that was pretty good, but George Romero, mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead, right? Yeah. So, amazing. Yeah, I mean that. That to, to, I mean that's it's 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 less. You know when when it when it's such a genre that it like kind of uh, jumps its genre. Yeah, like it's it's better than that. Sure, that one's better. Like where it's like this is just a film. Forget that it's zomb- like I can forget that it's zombies or anything. Yeah, because it's more about what's happening with the characters and that. The 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 um, mm-hmm. the dread, the fact that you there is no, you know no escape, mm. mm-hmm. no escape, right? Yeah. Well, the problem I had with zombies always is it, it, it's so limited because they're always one dimensional. They're always the brain dead guys that are limping around trying to eat brains. Whereas vampires, you have you have this three dimensional three dimensional guy that has. A, uh, a you can change right. the person's uh, their whole look, right? You got you got the classic Bram Stoker, then you got the kick-ass True Blood people, right? And then even just the I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it, I love I know people who love this, but I'm gonna throw them under the bus. I hate hate Twilight. Oh yeah, little glittery vampires where every vampire is a male model. It, so I don't know. Oh gosh, it's it's just wow. Yeah, but to me that that the Twilight, but uh, fright, me, fright Night, yeah, you know oh, Salem's right. Lot, Salem's Lot, you know. But the thing with the with the Night of the Living Dead, what I'm trying to say here is, yeah. even though it is a quote zombie movie, you know, and it was a, it was a groundbreaking. What was it? 1968 was wow. the year 1968. Yeah. But you watch the film as like a almost to me. Like a Cassavetes film or something, it has much more going on in that yeah. film than the zombies are the vehicle for everything else that's right. happening. Right. And the whole yeah. I don't think we I don't think we just saw a movie that was so dreadful. And I don't mean the horror because yeah. it did have the groundbreaking horror, but I mean the 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 storyline, the people trying to get away from this menace that keeps coming. And I know I've yeah. read some. Like psychological treatment. All good movies always have people who go, "Well, let's uh, delve into the psychology and philosophy of this film." And there's like some really deep yeah. things. I think uh, I read somewhere that they they th- there was almost like a red menace communism kind of theme ooh, to it. You know, ooh. someone had written uh, about that. So, but there's mm. just a lot you can interpret in it. Yeah, and then you wonder someday with a filmmaker like that, where 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 you go, were you thinking of the? You know, you have the critics, right? And usually they're they're French, 
He said, do you think that there is a <laughs> juxtaposition between communism and the fight of capitalism as vis-a-vis Vietnam in uh, Night of the Living Dead, yeah. George A. Romero? And, it, and, you know, at some point the filmmaker goes... It's a movie about zombies. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? It's like you read... You know. You're looking for metaphors, yeah. and it's just... Yeah. It's, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not yeah. uh, I'm not a super fan. I'm not a complete expert on Romero, but I've seen uh, uh, some of his stuff. He definitely was a amazing filmmaker. Yeah. And to me, that Night of the Living Dead, even though it's a zombie movie... For me, because it's so classic and has so much in it, yeah. I mean, I can watch that without going, eh, I don't know, I don't, you know, yeah. um, I, I'm not, you know, whatever, I don't want to watch a zombie movie. Yeah. But I'll watch Night of the Living Dead because I'm not seeing it as that. I'm seeing it as something different. And it's even more remarkable because he did it on such a shoestring budget. Yeah. You know, no big. There was no big actors, no big, uh, f. You know, effects. I'm that guy. And right? oh. I'm that guy. I'm that guy who's sitting there watching Night of the Living Dead. I'll light a cigarette and have my coffee and start yeah. speaking in French, going, "Don't you think that this is a juxtaposition between the proxy war between communism and uh, capitalism as uh, vis-a-vis yeah. Vietnam?" Ooh, we- and everyone's like, "Can't you just enjoy the damn zombie movie, Doc?" <laughs> We may have to get Dr. Rebecca Housel on the horn mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. to give us a soliloquy of, well, we uh, of Romero. We do. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Romero. And yeah. then uh, then it even got worse. Yes. I hope we're not getting back into that 2016 vibe. No, I hope not either. I don't want no more princes and bowies. Although up. we've already had some, so I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I... Uh, I po- I wanted wanted to share this with y'all, y'all, y'all. Um, well, it's on the Facebook. So, here's my my little tiny tribute to Martin Landau. Martin Landau was 89 years old, and he passed yesterday as well. Yeah, the news up. And, that was a toughie. Um, and uh, you know, I totally forgot. I could. I wanted four pictures that kind of represented my Martin Landau. Sure. And but there's more uh, a couple of people Ed pointed Wood. out other things. So from clockwise to top, if you have not seen this movie, it's a Woody Allen movie. Uh, mm. one of the best and one of the best Martin Landau crimes and misdemeanors yeah. up on the left. Uh Space 1999, of course, Jerry Anderson that thing. A little cheesy, but that's okay. Uh and then um and then on the of left course. there there's Rollin Hand. Yeah. And Rollin' Hand was dun 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 the man of a thousand faces. He, I mean, look at him. He's all look, looking slick there with his Well, he was uh, the actor, field. dude. He was the one who came in and did the characters and stuff. But, the, the, yeah. He was always doing the, uh, the um, you know, oh, you're, you're going to be the uh, Central American dictator. Yeah. The, oh, man. And Martin Lando, being a great actor, yeah. who had to play an actor to play, to impersonate, like, uh, dictators and stuff did a fantastic job if you watch the guy work because he, you know he's got one wink on the camera going you know I'm playing an actor who playing. goes with the IMF yeah. to play the dude and I've got the the plastic makeup and all that stuff yeah yeah and then the one on the lower right do you know what that's from 
No, I don't. It's a tough one. And the curtains, there's another one I could have used. North by Northwest. North by, okay, yeah. I was going to say Hitchcock. Right, 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 North right, right. North by Northwest. I, I, shoot, now I can't remember his name. Uh, there's some great pictures of you. Look mm. up North by Northwest and Martin Landau. Yeah. Uh, he, of course, was uh, James Mason's <laughs> young little henchman. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the name. Someone will will yeah. put it into Facebook. Right. But he's uh he's he's one of the baddies in North mm. by Northwest. He's the guy who gets Thornhill, um. aka Cary Grant, yeah. drunk. Oh, yeah. And that boy, uh, you know, if you want to talk cinema, cinema, uh, there's nothing better. Uh, Get it if you can. Just get a Blu-ray player, mm-hmm. and you can get it not for expensive. Just go out. There's a 50th anniversary restored digital edition on Blu-ray. Mine came with a book and stuff, Ooh. but get the 50th restored, whatever. Maybe it's 60th actually. Now that I think about it, uh, on digital, and put that in your Blu-ray system, and just watch mm. the colors and the cinematography. Yeah. And the act and and oh man, Martin Landau and James Mason are great. It's just yeah, what a movie. Yeah, I mean that was just kind of Hitchcock. I mean that was kind of the end of his era of that sort of film. Yeah. That was kind of his. This is now my masterpiece. We're done. Nineteen fifty nine. And what does he do next? I got to do something different. Psycho. Let's right. do Psycho. Black and white. Let's right. break it down. Right. Wow. And he's Hitchcock. He can do any movie he wants. Sure. And he goes, No, I'm doing Psycho. And they're like, no, no, no. Can you do another North by Northwest? That's classic. It's like, been there, done that. Yeah. Artist, done. Moving like, on. Been there, done that. <laughs> I'm done working with Cary Grant. I want to do something new in the 60s. Have you seen this? George Romero's zombies in a camera. Yeah. I think we should do something. Black and white. Black and white and more sinister. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. That wasn't here, Chicago. But anyway, so Martin Landau, <laughs> and then some other people were posting. Uh, uh, he he won. So I thought it was for Crimes and Misdemeanors. He might have been nominated. Mm-hmm. He won the Academy Award for his role in Ed Wood. I love that, which movie. I have not seen in so long. Yeah. But boy, that's a that's Johnny Depp, right? Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp and Martin Landau, and Martin he won ca- well deserved Academy Award. Yeah, uh, he played Bella Lugosi, didn't he? He did. Was he play? That was him he playing Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. Oh my god! Okay, it's time yeah. for a Martin Lando film fest. Um, he's strung out and he's calling Depp on the phone. Ed, help me! True, help kind of, me! No offense to the estate of Bella Lugosi, no. but there's some famous stringing out. Uh, also, drinking the, from aldehyde at the end because he needed that cheap high. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one was a, a Peter Lorre. Oh, same thing, same same. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, well, Rick. he was he was, uh, he was uh, same kind of same kind of Bella Lugosi kind of deal. A lot of a lot mm-hmm. of bad stuff going. I mean, they'd get into the they'd get into the you know Joe Friday coming in. What, what are you? We're pretty high and far out on that smack, aren't you, kid? Right. I Put mean, down that needle, lad. Yeah, yeah let's not youngster. The opiates, no, no, no. <laughs> the opiates. Physically addictive. That's your key. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the other one was Tucker. 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 Yes, Tucker. A Francis Ford Coppola film. The Man in the Machines. Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yes. A the another car, semi semi autobiographical yeah. bio- mm-hmm. I can't speak biography yes. that Coppola did. 
much like kind of the Godfather is, but not really. Yeah. But Tucker more so, yeah. because Coppola is from the Italian Detroit, um, Italians up there in Detroit. And what did they all do? Yeah. Make cars, design yeah. cars up there in Detroit. So Tucker is based on a, a true story. Yeah. And uh, and I think Coppola's his father or one of Coppola's grandfather or whatever. They were like uh, someone was in the car industry mm. there because they were from Detroit. Yeah. Um, I, I knew uh, there's a lady. I, actually, face we haven't seen each other years. She mm-hmm. grew up in Detroit. She knew the Coppolas. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the, also, it's not just the Coppolas. It's the Nick Cages. Remember? Nicholas he's a, Coppola. He's a Coppola. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, so she had some interesting stories about the Coppolas. Interesting. Um, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Just just not Bella Lugosi or I mean, just interesting, just you know? Anecdotal. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Tucker. Mm-hmm. And that was a great movie. Jeff Bridges and Martin Landau. Again, one of those, one of those movies I haven't too. seen in years. And somebody said The X-Files. I don't remember him in The X-Files, but, I, you know, mm. come on. You I, wonder know, if they're, I, wonder, I wonder if they're mixing him up with uh, Cancer Man. Mm. I don't know. I, prob- I, I would guess that he was in The X-Files. But those are like, yeah. if you think about it, Ed Wood, yeah. Tucker, yeah. Crimes and Misdemeanors. Yeah. Those are three fantastic. Oh, North by Northwest, of course. Three oh, fantastic, and he's been in a lot more. We're not even, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're there's probably stuff we're missing, but I'm telling you, uh, um, crimes and misdemeanors. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, if you're Woody Allen, okay, whatever. Uh, but uh, he's made some movies. Um, great, dark. It's kind. Of, you want to say it's dark comedy, but it's also dark dramedy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very good. He plays a successful dentist. Mm. And, he, you know, and like all successful, powerful men of dental privilege, I think he's a dentist. <laughs> dental he's a doctor privilege. Or a dentist, but he's, he's yeah. he, uh, he has a, a beautiful family. Yeah. Beautiful wife. Beautiful, this is not my beautiful wife. Yeah, beautiful, not, exactly. Yeah. Beautiful Manhattan apartment, you know, all of that. Yes. And and so this is Martin Landau, right? And he's just at the pinnacle of his greatness, right? He's an older man now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, he's got a little something on the side. Oh. The Houston, what's her name? Um, uh, oh. I can't remember her first name now. Yeah, he's got a side girlfriend. Yeah. And, you know, when that happens, sometimes that situation starts to act up a little bit. Right. So he's got a situation on his hands. Right. And the story ensues. Yeah. And Jerry Orbach, the Ooh. great Jerry Orbach, yeah. uh, actually known more. Law and Order guy, right? Yes. Yes. Mm. A Law and Order and uh, Dirty yeah. Dancing. Yes. The dad in Dirty Dancing. No one puts baby in a corner. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Orbach is a fantastic actor. Yeah. Great character actor. He was on the first season of, or first couple seasons of Law and Order. He yeah. was the original detective. He was, uh, of course, the played uh, baby's dad in, uh, yeah. in that. And he's been in all kinds of things. Uh, but he was really known for Broadway, for stage. Mm. Uh, huge, like, Tonys and all that. In fact, he Jerry Orbach died before one of his performances. Wow. Yeah, they, he actually didn't show up for work. He didn't show up for for the gig one night. He was on Broadway. Wow. Doing a show. Right I don't up know to if it was the a end, musical. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then awesome. and then so they're calling and of course, you know, I think they they have under but they and famously 
when he passed, they actually, somebody had a video, they came out on stage and said, we have bad news, we're canceling the show. Our star, Jerry Orbach, has passed away. Wow. We just found out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, you know, if you're going to pass away, yeah. you know, doing, there's doing an what, argument to say, yeah. you know. Doing what you love right up till the very right. end. There, there's, there's something poetic about that. That's right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got that story straight. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so Jerry and Jerry Orbach is, I think, the brother, the ne'er-do-well kind of, he's not the successful or the cousin or whatever. Mm. Has ties. Has ties. Ties. ties with guys. Yeah. That's a great movie, Crimes and Misdemeanors. It's really is. Yeah. I, I, I want I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to I got to go. I see. I'm still working did, did my way through Cassavetes, man. Oh, man. And you gave me a huge list there did, over the yeah. weekend and I, you know, I'm busily trying to knock them out. But now I now I've got to go back is and It's just like insane. Yeah, now now I've got to go back and watch some classic Mission Impossible. I know, right? And they're good. I, I, you know, you know Peter you Graves. Watch those. Yeah, those are fantastic. They're they're really really good. I mean, I think in the end, you know, like every series as it gets towards the shark, sure. The end. And did you know, like, I mean, that show has run even modern times or whatever. That in Hawaii Five O, they they're still making like there's a Hawaii Five O or something yeah, now. There is. I, I'm kind of like I I don't know. You know, I'm kind of like yeah. book them, Dano. Try something new. I mean. You know, to me, Hawaii Five-0 is, you know, Jack Lord, Dano, you know. Right. Mission Impossible is Rollinhan. Maybe a little later. All Spock. Yeah. Because he takes yeah. over. Remember? Leonard Nimoy after Star Trek. Although I will, I will throw in this little uh, monkey wrench into the equation. Yep. The, the new uh, Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. Uh, Dano is played by Jimmy Khan's kid. Oh. And the kid pulls it off. He's not a yeah. bad actor. So you so watched that show? I watched the first season of it because I saw Jimmy Khan's kid, and I'm like, well, now, what's going on with this? You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to denigrate these. It's no, you're just, right. It's the whole, you know, Rehash. remake, remake, yeah. remake. Re- I mean, I'm watching Twin Peaks, the, the return. Yeah, but it's, but it's by the, the guy, though. Yeah, it's the it, guy continuing yeah, it's it not, on. not the remake. Yeah. It's the return. It's like yeah. we pick it up 25 years later. Yeah. And the people who like the Twin Peaks... We're enjoying that, uh, but yeah, but mostly we like you know it's kind of like new new stuff you know yeah. And Mission Impossible was rebooted a few times. I watched one got, of the, well, it was movies. Yeah. Well, it was on rebooted on TV. Yeah, as it was well. for a bit. It was like half a season. I, I watched got. it. Yeah, and it was like, uh, and then and then Tom Cruise and all that, and uh, you know J.J. Abrams. I think did one of those. And yeah. cra- I mean, you know the guys. Man, there is nothing worse. They weren't terrible. There was no, one with Seymour but, Hoffman, the late Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Which was a, yeah. a, a ghost. Was that Ghost Pro? One of those, which was pretty interesting. Because was, he was the baddie. Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman was a very but, great actor. See, I know what you're talking about there. So, and the, the heart of it is uh, when you have an iconic TV show, that, uh, and then you <laughs> see, and then you, there's nothing worse with that feeling afterwards. When you have that feeling of, man, they should have just left it alone. Here's the thing. I mean, to me, the Mission Impossible is, it's like it's like James Bond, another thing that constantly gets updated. Sure. But when you go back and you watch those old James Bond movies, yeah. you know, uh, certainly the 60s, the yeah. Conneries and oh. all that. And then even in the 70s a little bit, but, sure. you know, you still had the Soviet Union. You still had the Cold War and all that. And Mission Impossible is all about that. I mean, they're always, they're, they're whole, like, yeah. almost every storyline is there somewhere in Central America. Yeah. There's a dictator. Yeah. He's doing bad stuff. Yeah. And you know, we we this is this these are the elite 
team. I mean, this is like they, they're not even on the on the books in the CIA or the NSA or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. They're off on their own. And 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 if your mission is ever found out, yeah, Mr. Gray or yeah. Mr. Uh, uh, we will disavow. We will disavow. The secretary will disavow any knowledge yeah. of your mission. You will be wiped. Your name. Yeah. Your people wiped. Yep. Wiped away. Get washed out, yeah. You will be wiped. We will know you no one will have ever heard about you from you again. Mm. Sodium pentothal, everyone you you yeah. know will 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 we'll drug your family. They'll be like, Dad, what, what did Dad do? Yeah, it's what? like men in black with the yeah. little pens, you know, they're exactly. gonna blot you out. And, exactly. You know. Just like men in yeah. black with the little you know, the little poosh and yeah. then you forget that you were doing a a podcast. <laughs> um Poof! Why am I in a basement? Yeah, this explains. This explains. <laughs> this explains a lot of this show. Yeah. Uh, you, you suddenly you're talking, and then poof, and then you're like, uh, "Were we talking about a computer? Hey, what are these? What are these cameras doing here? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, um, so that to me is Mission Impossible, yeah. right? And of course, that's a big Martin Landau always had big. Big stuff with yeah. that because he always had to put on the. It was always the rubber mask and the big mustache and the big thing, and then yeah. that the, it would be the military cap. Each week it was like uh, a little different military cap and a different mustache or whatever. They and you have a huge ward, wardrobe budget. They did, you know. And and then they 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 kidnap. Yes, the dictator. Yep, and they would put him on ice while while, while they had Roland let, Hand. Yeah, would play the dictator. Yep, and do other things, and yep. then the whole episode would be people sweating because they're going to find out it's Roland Hand. And the one yeah. oh, there's a great episode that I watched uh, when I last I watched Mission Impossible. Okay, when I did, you know, because you go up there and you say, oh, I'll, oh, I'll just watch one more. It's like candy. You know, I'll just watch another one. Nah, yeah. I'll just have one more. You know, the yeah, chips, well, yeah, you, right? Right, you gotta keep binging. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't just watch one. Yeah. And uh, and it was the one where, sure enough, Roland, he goes down there. He's got to be the dictator, right? Yeah. Okay. But it, it's always like they have, oh, they have the red shirt from Star Trek, uh, who's yeah. another dude, right? Jenkins. Like, oh, yeah, Jenkins. Yeah. Jenkins is going to be the impersonator guard <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> of the spent. dictator. Yeah. And then you're going to be the dictator. Yeah. What happens to Jenkins right before the mission? Oh, Jenkins gets tapped. He gets, he gets in an accident. They yeah. throw him over the river, like his right. body down. And so they have to disavow Jenkins. I don't know what happened. They found this mystery body. We, uh, dictator, we think uh, infiltration. And so yeah. what does Roland Hand have to do? He's got to go dual in. Dual roles. Yeah. Which means dual plastic makeup. Yeah. Dual everything. But he can pull it off. No. And so the whole episode is he's running back and forth. He's he's putting on the makeup. And i got to be here for the speech to the dictator. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah. then he's got to run, go to the secret room. Yes, and change. And yeah. tear apart and then make sweet love to the, the dictator's wife as the dictator's, uh, uh, as the secret boyfriend. It's a hard job. But I mean, this is like Mission Impossible. You're going, whoo, he's going to be found out. Yeah. Right? So so at one point, he's like uh, supposed to be in a smoking jacket with a cigarette with a with a you know thing and a martini because he's the boyfriend. Right. And then the next thing, he's like uh, in the military, in the olive green with the hat and they're giving a speech, you know, and with his attache who's thinks something's up. Yeah. The attache always thinks something's not right. Something's not right. 
Uh, was that mole on that side of the yeah. cheek or that side of the cheek, right? And it's always like Martin Landau in the broom closet getting changed. <laughs> exactly. And the guy's walking past because he knows something's not wrong. He knows something's not right, but he's like looking around something. <laughs> exactly. But it opens, of course, the broom yeah. closet has to be open. This guard just to, to open it. Yeah. Okay, folks, just a point of order here. Yeah. You're a security guard. Your job is security. Yeah. And apparently your job is uh, to walk around hallways. Yeah. Open doors. Hear something. Huh? Nothing. Was that the wind or whatever? Right. I think I'll go unlock. Get your key. You know, you got like the skeleton keys, you know, yeah. like a, that giant thing of keys, yeah. right? You're yeah. wearing a hat. You've probably got a security badge. I'm sure you do. And, and a real one, too. You're opening the door. Yeah. Right? Mission Impossible. You open the door about this much. Yeah. And then close it. Yeah. Now, if you're a security guard, I'm thinking you're opening the door the whole way. You're looking around. Maybe you oh, walk into the broom closet. Yeah. Take but a look around, you know. It's, it's always situational, though, right? The guys in the broom closet, it's open by that much, yeah. you know. And you can see through the camera thing, you know, you're in the dark, but you see the light. Oh, and Roland Hand is in there, and he sees the door. The door's open, right? He's right behind a, a mop right? and, and a, a couple extra security guard right. uniforms. And then the security guard comes walking up, and he grabs the door handle, and he's swinging it open, but behind off, off the corner... You know, hey Bob, what you doing? You know, oh, nothing, just doing my rounds. Hey, I got to take a leak. All right, you do that. And then he shuts the door. You know, because he's preoccupied by something else. Martin Lando, you know, ooh. and then the camera pans down in the broom closet. Yeah, brawl in hand. Yeah, in a hurry to get hide in the broom closet yeah. to hide from this guy. In between him changing two different characters. Yeah, I hope he gets paid extra for this. I mean, I hope so. IMF. Come on, yeah. Jenkins. You wasted Jenkins, and you don't have a stand-in for yeah. for the other guy. Pans down, his foot is in the mop bucket, so he's sopping wet. So what happens? He's in the smoking jacket, the the cigarette filter. Yes. He comes in with the martini, darling. Right. Why is your foot wet? Sweat coming right. down. Yeah. And usually, don't they have like like I have here? Give a, a little piece in there, right? Yeah. Some guys, you know, it's like, hey, you know, he's talking to his wrist. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, uh, tell him you accidentally peed on your uh, foot. Right. Hold on, hold on. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so, so that happens. And then, of course, in haste when they go back and they go do the dictator thing where he's got to give – he's always given a radio address. Yeah. Or, or you have to come out and address the troops, which are usually like about four extras on the back lot of Hollywood. They they reuse the same Jeeps oh, and vehicles. Sure. I mean, it's the Universal Studio. I mean, it's – it's yeah. you know, it's like the Hollywood Hills. You know, they're like – you know. Yeah. And so he comes out to do the thing because he's done the quickity slip and yeah. put the mask back on and everything. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the mole, accidentally, the mole's on the wrong cheek, and the attaché is going, something different about right. you. I cannot place it, but the mole. Right. You know? And um, and so that's Roll in Hand. And, and the whole time this is going on, the whole time this is going on, yeah. let's not forget, the entire time this is going on, Barney is up yeah. in the attic crawling around and doing stuff with wires the whole right. time. Right. And trying not to fall through the ceiling into the room yep. that Roland Hand is trying to play these two characters and screw it all up. Like he's like trying to like Barney is like, you know, and he touches the wires and they were live, so Barney's like <laughs> 
And you're right, yeah. <laughs> Don't fall, Bernie. And meanwhile, like right. Peter Graves or so, somebody, and you know, they're Bernie. one of the waiters in the reception, Peter. and they're just handing him a drink, oh, you know, and they look at each Mr. other. Mr. Phelps. Mr. Phelps. Mr. Phelps. Mr. Phelps. Because Mr. Phelps is just kind of overseeing things. It's yeah. like, I'm just the supervisor here. I'll just play. Yes, I'm just the waiter or whatever. But Peter Graves I'm is just right serving though. wine, and I'm listening in my earpiece yeah. and going, Barney, don't touch the live wires. Yeah. Now you tell me, Mr. Phelps. Yeah. Thanks. I almost, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Barney. And so, like, and, and, and Barney's up in the ceiling, and he's he's sweating, and so the drip you know, oh. it's like like onto the desk of the dictator with the attaché going, there's a leak there somewhere. Right, yeah. You know? And the whole time, the whole time this is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Barney's like, multimeters. Yep. The video card went out. It's all by the seat of your pants, man. What's what's Barbara Bain doing? She's uh, sugar, candy. What the heck was her name again? I I can't remember. But she's like maybe the socialite, you know, and she's accompanying him. Yeah, she's always trying to like uh, distract someone. Yeah, she's like distract, distracting Jenkins, the security guard. It's like you know, you know, a jeep pulls up and she gets out and you know does does the classic movie skirt lift. You know, yes, show a little gam. And that's you know? and that's yeah. Jenkins is distracted from that moment on. Exactly, He's, oh. exactly. As Barney and uh, well, what's the other guy's name? The big guy, the muscle, the guy who drives the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Oh, they God. run. I gotta watch across. These again. I know they're so good. That was Peter Loomis, I think, was his name. Mm. He might have been from uh, kind of a Portland thing, but anyway. Uh, and that was your that was your Martin Landau in Mission Impossible. That I, I paraphrase. I mean, I'm I'm making fun of, but there was an episode that basically it was um, one of the episodes where the big uh, the big uh, what do they call it MacGuffin was that that mm. the guy who was supposed to play one of the roles gets knocked off right before the mission and literally. Yeah. Uh, Rollin Martin Lando has to go back and forth and change into costume and play dual characters and and there's a sa- there's always like a big giant safe that they're trying to get into because I think yes. that's that's what a Barney's always trying to crack right because there's secret plans in there and you need to get them out because nuclear yes nuclear it's always something uh, Cold War uh, chemical weapons nuclear something yeah. something uh, and and Fort Knox gold or something you know or some prototype weapon. Yeah, that but it's gonna plans. leak out. It's always to... paperwork. Yeah, and oh, and they don't really have to get the plans. They just got to get in there, put them all out, take the little and pictures, get the little yeah. micro film thing, right. put it in the shoe. Man, it doesn't get any better. Than or that. replace them with plans that Fake? don't work. Oh my god! Yeah. And then and then they have some weird thing like where. Did they bring the fake plans and they're rolled up in a fishing rod or something? Right. And and so so uh, Peter Graves at one point dons a costume of an old fisherman. Yeah. You know the boat like you know uh, uh, in just some some peasant guy. Right. Uh, come here. The, the fishing hole is good. I like it. Yeah, get like, get out of here. You can't fish here. 
Get out of here. It's okay. like the old man in the sea, right? Yeah. He's the he curmudgeon pulls guy. Off the big mustache and the hat and the and the clothes, and then yeah. they get into the Barney opens the safe and right. then they get in there and they they take the documents out and they they dust them off and right. them and then pull the new documents out. Right. Man. My favorite ones, though, were in the room with, like, better, cross right? laser beams, and I have to get through the lasers because oh, yeah. they got to get to the whatever. I was like, man. Which is, which is always the first thing you go is, yeah, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to laser beam up this room. Yeah. See where you don't need to step? <laughs> right. It's, like, right there because you can't really, you know. Yeah. I mean, the way those things really work is you they're invisible. You can't actually see that you break the beam. Mm-hmm. I mean – the technology, but you know, if you're making a TV show, it's kind of hard to show that. So you show the right. red laser beams everywhere. Or if it is, if if it is uh, uh, not, you know, it's not viewable. It's always the guy that comes, you know, he comes crawling up, you know, mm-hmm. and he squirts a little squirt thing, <laughs> and in the mist you see the laser beam in the mist. Right. And sweat rolls off. But it rolls off, and it's heading towards the laser beam. But he gets his hand underneath there. And you're moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we should just that have that soundtrack running for our whole podcast. Especially, we should. I should turn it on when I'm uh, bringing the studio up. Yeah. Adventure music. Because it's like, you know, I'm on Facebook. I've got the keys. Copy the keys. Do all the, you know. Yeah. Barney. I'm the Barney of the podcast. Right. Yeah. Barney, you know, it's tough because all those characters were so good. I, I, as a kid, I did like Barney a lot because he was, he was a guy. He didn't, it was like, you know, don't make me act. Don't put me in crazy clothes or whatever. I mean, sometimes he had to. But he was the backbone to it all, But he was like, no, all, you right? got to crawl up in the attic and do do the real yeah. electrical work. You need to short circuit. And like uh, in the beginning when they used to do a lot of the pre, when they'd sit in the apartment, uh, they'd do the pre-planning and Barney would come out with a big like schematics. And, yep. Well, we go here, we drill here, we do this, we short circuit this, we do that. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, and he's tapping phones oh, and tapping he's phones overriding all systems. All the time, tapping phones. Yeah. You're right. Because the attache calls up yeah. to say, uh, attache gets out the I just wanted to call. I think there is a problem with the dictator. Yeah. His mole is on the opposite cheek. That is not right. Something it's is on wrong. his nose. Who's on the other end that answered the call? Barney. There he is. It's okay. Right. You don't worry the about it. The situation is under control. Yeah. Don't worry about it. He yeah. he had plastic surgery. We right. are faking out the Americans. Go away. <laughs> right? Because he tapped in the phone right. to take the phone call. Because you know when they make the phone call, you're like, the gig's up, man, for yeah. all in hand. But no, no, no. Barney has tapped in the phone yep. to fake the thing. There was a good one where they were on an airplane stowed away. I was like, you're just like, wow, what more could we do here? Yeah. Uh, the original guy was okay. not Peter Graves. No, no. no I, think, I believe Martin Landa was uh, cast... Uh, from the original cast. Okay. And like I said, uh, when Landau actually did leave the series, uh, Spock, Leonard Nimoy, yeah. ended up on the show, which is always really interesting. You're like, 
him all of a sudden Spock shows up on Night Gallery yeah. and and uh, Mission Impossible and then the uh, yeah. that one show Believe It or Not or whatever the mm. mysteries whatever he was the host of that oh yeah uh, in search the original of. in search of in search of with the yeah. Leonard Nimoy yeah. uh, but uh, but the original guy. Okay. Was not Peter Graves. It was this guy, and I can't remember his name. He he's the 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 judge guy on the original Law and Order. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was the original guy, the original head of it, and I can't remember his name. Hmm. It wasn't Mr. Phelps. Yeah. And it turns out he he was this guy, and and he he did, didn't work with the family, being mm. out in Hollywood, and he wanted to go back to New York. The, the actor yeah. Steven something, I want to say, okay. uh, and so he goes back to New York, and of course he's had a film career and a stage career. He's been successful, but just that situation then didn't work out. They hire Peter Graves, there you Mr. Go. Phelps, and then and then then we get the the tape recordings. Yeah, you know he'd he'd go. To you know, Disneyland waterfront adventure, and <laughs> steps into a phone booth, finds a key under a thing, and does yeah. this and that, and then all of a sudden, here's the envelope, yeah. and he opens it up, and here's a little tape recorder. You know, oh, oh and pictures. There's always photographs. This is the dictator yes. Manuel uh, Jenkins. Right. Jenkins is secretly stockpiling uranium and other nasty things and has the plans for a doomsday device in his safe right next to his study. You, if you accept the mission, are going to go get it and take care of it. Right. And if you screw it up, we're going to wipe your memory from the face of the earth. Right. And the guy on the tape is always using really cool words like neutralize. Exactly. You exactly. Must it's not, it's oh. never, it's never like they just what whack I just did. Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you want to turn the tape on and whack this guy. <laughs> this tape will self destruct in five seconds. Right. And yeah. It's always five seconds, too. Yeah. It's in, uh, and start smoking. And go, oh, okay. Wouldn't it? What if oh. Peter? What if, what if what if Mr. Phelps has a bad day, right? Yeah, and he kind of messes up the five seconds self destruct, like he's right. just distracted or a car or something. It's like oh god, you know. It's, or it's like, like real intricate information. He's writing it down or putting it to memory, mm-hmm. and it just starts smoking. Dude, I'm not done yet. What are you? Yeah, you know? he's writing writing notes. Yeah. Wait, shh, shh, hang on. So yeah, today if we did it today, yeah, the update. He'd go to the Fred Meyer. Mm, the card. Yeah, you see, you're right with me, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday or happy yeah. Father's Day. Or happy whatever. bar mitzvah, right? Bernie. You open it up. And it would open up, and the LEDs, yeah. it would be a chihuahua with the LEDs. Right. Good day, Mr. Phelps. Yes. Your mission. But the, the LEDs and the chihuahua are still bumping still around. But it would be like, uh, you know, uh, your mission, if you choose to accept it. Right, or you, or you, nowadays you with all the technology, right? Mm-hmm. You like putting on you're in like Best Buy or something, mm-hmm. and you're putting on like the Google glasses, and inside the Google glasses is the picture of the guy says, "Good morning." Like, <laughs> oh wow, this is great. <laughs> See, you're getting real high tech. You're Why? getting real just, MI JJ Abrams. Movie. I'm I'm just I'm just spitballing this like in card kind thing. of the sixties. It works. I yeah. like the greeting card idea. It is cool. You know. Yeah. We have so many ideas. If we just get the film crew together and shoot these ideas, you know, good morning, right. good morning, Mr. Allen. Yeah. So anyway, so the video card of the machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we do here. 
<laughs> what was I telling? What story? Uh, Full circle. Yeah, so it, it was uh, screwed up. And yeah. when, when it was so bad, it had a hardware failure that it prevented the computer to boot. And so I took it out, and the computer is fine. And then I took this uh, video capture card, and I actually, to test it, even put it in another computer just to test. Mm. And that computer wouldn't boot either. It was like, hey, what the heck you doing? And so uh, that's that's the problem right there. So I have to replace that part. And there's yeah. a there's these uh, connectors on it where the video, the digital video, goes in. And yep. one of the connectors is loose. Uh, and uh, upon inspection, I actually have a photo here that I was going to share, but you know, it's not Tech Talk with Doc. It's uh, Monday Monday Rocks with uh, Jason. <laughs> I wanted to make that rhyme, but believe me, you yeah. didn't want the rhyme that I was coming up with. Oh. Um, <clears throat> rhymes with Doc. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, anyways. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hit him again. Right. Uh, so, um, so the connector's loose and wear and yeah. tear. Yeah, I mean these things go on site. They do stuff. So wear and tear. This happens. Yeah, this is also why we have more than one. Um, yeah, because usually when live streaming, we're live streaming one place. Sure. And Newsbox, we're doing two places. We want to do three places. We want to like do the Streamzilla, right? Right. Um, Shotgun stream. Eventually, eventually. I don't. A little sketchy on whether we can do the YouTube yet or not. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but so we're we're doing Periscope and Facebook, and, and this one was doing Periscope, so we can't do Periscope. But the connector's yeah. loose, and I noticed there's a little component, a capacitor, that's their surface mount. You know, when you look at your circuits, there's capacitors and resistors and chips and stuff. Mm-hmm. It looks to me like the, uh, the, the uh, connector got loose enough, and there's a capacitor um. right next to it. It looks like it sheared the capacitor right off. Like there's a oh. capacitor there, and then there's this little thing of solder. Yeah. And it's not a pad. You can tell if it's just a pad where they soldered it, and it's like it's fine. There's nothing there. That that com- there's not a component populated there. No, no, no. It looks like something broke off, like the little capacitor uh. there. So I might even look into check with my electronics people and see if we could actually even repair that. Hmm. Because then it's an expensive thing and you could use it again. But this yeah. is one of those capture cards. They've got them for gaming. Got big ones. They're you know the ones for gaming. I mean they're high end. They do big frame rates. You go on Twitch there. You do that stuff, and they'll cost you. They'll set you back hundred, two hundred bucks. And that's where they get the picture in picture thing. Yeah, or, yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. The ones we use are just more kind of professional, high end. They're not. They're not. Uh, they don't necessarily do the picture and picture and the gaming stuff. They're more for doing broadcast video and bringing the broadcast uh, video in, and they're pretty basic. Yeah. The the replacement is actually cheaper than the the one that we're replacing, so that's oh. that's good. Yeah, yeah. They're not bad. Um, hmm. They bring in anyway. So that's what happened. So yeah. Uh, hopefully by Tuesday, or yeah, hopefully by tomorrow, I'll have that, and by Wednesday we'll be back up on Periscope nice. as well as nice. um, as Facebook. Yeah, back again. Yeah, but I'd like to do something else. But again, it involves getting another system and getting a setup like that, and um, yeah. you know, running it that way. Go. 
But anyway, so that's, well, that, that was the update, the tech update. Well, it's good to know that uh, the problem has been uh, yeah. uh, addressed, you know, that it's uh, found what the problem is and so things are on the mend. It took me an hour yeah. and a half for that tech update. Well, you know, it's never a straight line with us, man. We're, you know, we're taking the scenic route. Yes, we do. Yes, Pepper, we do. Peppered with pop culture references. That's what references. we do. That's what we're supposed to do. Right. Um, what else? Uh, we're kind of wrapping up a half hour here. Sure. Uh, what, else, uh, what else we got in the news? We had the sad, wow. sad George Romero yeah. and the sad Martin Lando. Great, great uh, uh, to them. Great. Great people in the arts, right? Um, what else we got today? I mean, we, you know, there was politics. Okay, yeah. I had a few stories saved. One, one that I saw that hit the main, and I was going to look into it. I read. Okay, I read the science stuff. Sure. And I actually try to read uh, some. You know, I, I, I generally for the science. In the tech, I don't do the mainstream. I do a little bit more of the sciencey and techy blogs and uh, media outlets. Mm-hmm. I like to go to, you know, more of the ones that specialize in it because you usually get a better depth of story. Mm-hmm. But I saw today that we had the on the main um, on the main. I have it on my phone here on the main uh, Google News in the science section. Uh, they reported this item, which is, it'll probably wipe away, uh, that we detected a signal coming from 11 light years away from a system, from a star that's 11 light years away. Yeah. Okay. And um, that was detected by that Arcebo, that that big, the world's, well, Mm -hmm. not actually the world's biggest, but the next biggest radio telescope out there in Puerto Rico. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, here it is. Uh, Mystery radio signals detected from Red Dwarf Star just 11 light years away. Okay. So that is, um, yeah, that was Newsweek and the Independent. Now, I read this story over the weekend. It hit the, the... the science things. And I don't know that there's been an update. And I follow SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Uh, there's this Seth, Seth Shot, Shostak. Shostak, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys are science. SETI. These are science. Yeah. This is like, they actually invest They're very money. skeptical, science-driven, yeah, no-nonsense so. dudes. Yeah, these, yeah. these guys are search for extraterrestrial. They're looking for signals. So they're basically looking for something they can go, oh, that doesn't seem like a natural signal. And they get time on these radio telescopes and all over, and they find interesting signals. And, of course, uh, they interesting things are detected, and because there's a record that it all gets stored, they go back and they go, oh, look, what was this that we detected, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, they had talked about this is 11 light years away. Yeah. From a red, uh, in the Virgo. Red, 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 so yeah. really 11 light years is in our neighborhood, Sure. I mean, it's still far away. We'd have to travel at the speed of light for 11 years to get there, and we can't do that even. But it's still close. And close enough, I mean, that you could you could message them. It would take 11 years to message them, but you could message someone. Right. It takes you 11 years to send a message back, so 22 years yeah. for a round-trip message. Messages would travel at the speed of light. So that would be cool to find someone in the neighborhood and then go, well send a message or they send a message like hey we're here what's going on and then we'd send one back that says yeah what's up with you be kind of a waste for a a, a, a 22 year round trip message you know and then they 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 they'd message back nothing's up 
That's like a teenage conversation yeah, yeah. at that point. What are you doing, none? What are you doing, none? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, just our luck. We would we would find, you know, yeah. light years away, yeah. a, a, a civilization of teenagers yeah. who are very non-responsive and non-communicative. Yeah. Hey, um, we're here. We're humans. We evolved. Look, did you get our did you get our uh, our message? Our initial message. You know, naked guy, man, the double helix, uh, yeah. third, you know, stone from the sun. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, our probes. Uh, we can we sent a little music. Uh, right. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, all about us, uh, little math, little hydrogen molecule, all that stuff. Uh, what do you think? I don't yeah. know. Right here. Eh. Eh. Did you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> and oh. this is a 22-year conversation. Yeah. What are you doing, nun? So, so the scientists at JPL are waiting for the yeah. response. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> right. So, uh, so we've got a signal, <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks interesting, right? They're not sure if it's Unnatural. like one of their solar flare things or if they're well, thinking... it looks it, it, it's uh, you know it, they have regular things and it looks yeah. a little you know I you can tell stuff that's natural phenomenon. I can't right. remember the the. It's a little suspicious. Yeah, I mean it was it's it's a it's a score. Yeah, it, it is a good one. But here's the thing, and the SETI guys are right there. It. Last I looked, and I don't know if that's if they're saying that in the headlines, because these things hit the headlines like, whoa, yeah. and it's like, okay, that's great. Read the headlines, but read, you know, yes, there's a signal. That's about all you know. Because uh, the first thing the set a, uh, that he said that set there, he said, you know, we haven't verified the source, which right. means, uh, yes, it's coming from that direction. We need to rule out anything that's, that's, that's in that direction. Yeah. And it's a wide... A wide part of the sky. The universe a, a, is a big place, it, man. Well, it could be a man-made satellite flying over that's causing this problem. Famously, the very first time, yeah. the very first time we ever did this, mm-hmm. which I want to, was it late 60s, early 70s, when we took a radio, to, the very first time they, they said, okay, we're going to take one of these dishes, yeah. point it up in the sky and see what we hear back, you know, with the intent of maybe we'll, maybe we'll find... You never know. Signals, you know, yeah. like uh, extraterrestrial signals. Very first time they got this hardcore pulse, clearly not a natural phenomenon and all that. And they went, whoa, we just found our first tryout. And we've got extraterrestrials. No, no, no. It was a plane flying over. <laughs> it's it a plane. Yeah, yeah. And so they yeah. have to do all that due diligence. Yeah. They have to rule out everything because chances are... Mm-hmm. Weird signals and stuff are coming from us. Yeah. It's, it's from something we're doing. It's not coming from the universe. Now they have a protocol and a process for doing that. Yeah. Once they do that, and they're like, no, 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 that signal's coming from right there. Right. Then they can begin the uh, to address the if it's yeah what's going on. So yeah. they haven't. So my understanding is they had not. They he was like, let me be clear. We haven't ruled out. Right. We haven't done the. You know, yes, we found a cool signal, and it's very, very interesting. Uh, yes, it could be something unnatural, but it chances are, in our experience, it's something else. Yeah, in the path of that. So, right. So I've seen those headlines. There is that weird. There is that real. There is a. Um, there is the weird mystery signal. 
Yeah. And that is really a thing. And that's something SETI and other scientists are very interested in. Is that the one that the artificial thing around the planet or something no, like that? No, this is a little bit different. This is uh, like a signal. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge burst. Like this gigantic, like, wah! Done. Yeah. And it's and, and it's very unnatural. It's like something we haven't seen before, and it has repeated oh. itself. Unna- not not like a pulse. It's like a nano burst, right? It just I mean, it's shows like up. Boop. Yeah, it just shows up and goes away. Um, that giant burst, and it's from far, far deep away, and so it would require tons and tons and tons of energy. Yeah. To even get here. Yeah. And that thing, uh, they saw it once. They were like, what the hell was that? Uh, they ruled everything out. They kind of pinpointed it. They saw it again. Other telescopes, other radio telescopes saw it again. So they've triangulated. It happened again. It's mm. irregular. So now they're monitoring that area of the sky and they're trying to get more data. That one's really weird because mm. there's not much of an explanation. Now, sometimes they end up, you know, uh, it, it's a good candidate for something yeah. extraterrestrial, but it also could be, you know, they're always like, well, there's a black hole eating up two stars, yeah. and then because of this, a bunch of stuff gets ejected, which is a gigantic thing. But the interesting, yeah. pay, the, that was the one where uh, some scientists have wrote a sp- written a mm-hmm. speculative paper that they have submitted. It's a real paper about that that possibly an explanation could be yeah. that they are uh, that if extraterrestrials are flying around in hyperspace and flying at the speed of light yeah. they would have to have a lot of energy to do it and that flash could be you know Hyper- them starting up their engines the or millennium fa- fa- uh, falcon, falcon yeah. hitting hyperspace yeah. Yeah. but again or warp speed yeah i mean yeah. again they they can submit this but there's no you have to have evidence of it so and usually it ends up being some weird star black hole neutron supernova thing pulsar thing i mean back in my day when i was a kid when i first got into astronomy i mean they'd call these things like quasars and pulsars and stuff that were just like sending out i mean you have there's a there's a thing out there if you're if you're not so astronomy i'm just going to explain to you one really cool structure that happens in the universe it's Mm -hmm. very cool it's a star that is so dense and so hot Mm -hmm. and so uh compact it's small it's tiny it can be like more like planet size not star size Mm. but has all the uh material of a star packed in that tiny size yeah not quite a black hole yet, because if you pack it dense enough, what yeah. happens? It collapses on itself, gravity. Hence. Hence black hole. Yeah. This is a neutron star. And okay. a neutron yeah. star is so dense, and usually they, they, they can spin, like at a super high rate, too. Mm. So you get this thing out there, this thing out in the universe that's just this densely packed thing. It's not quite a... Uh, it's not quite a... Uh, a uh, uh, black hole, mm-hmm. but it's a super dense star with all the star stuff compact in a little thing, and it's spinning like mad. And those things give off pulses and X rays, these huge bursts of energy. Mm. And so yeah. that was something that we they were thinking. Yeah, scientists have uh, discovered many years ago. Yeah, when I was a kid, they were like, "Ooh, this is interesting." Yeah, and sometimes the if the spin right, and we're talking really fast spin, could be yeah. regular. It could be regularly. 
like pulsing. Almost like a lighthouse out yeah. there in the universe. Very oh. interesting. It is interesting. I mean, massive amounts of energy and gravity, stuff that's unimaginable to us right. today. I mean, like somebody, one of the scientists, I think it was uh, Sagan or one of those guys one day said, oh, if you had a Billions. teaspoon, right, Billions. a teaspoon of the neutron star, just a teaspoon, you took a little teaspoon off just like ice cream, mm-hmm. right? Salt yeah. and straw, just a little teaspoon of the neutron star. And we had it right here. Here's our neutron. Got a little neutron star, teaspoonful. Yeah. It would uh, collapse everything around us into it. It's that dense. The gravity uh-huh. gravity is so dense that it would it would it would pull us into the teaspoon. Right. This desk, the studio, everything. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. And probably the rest of the earth. The world would like suck into it. Next thing you know, we're in a teaspoon. Yeah. How do we get here? Well. All our mass here yeah. is in the in a teaspoon. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine. Like, in our heads, we grow up here. We live here on Earth. We're used to one yeah. atmosphere and gravity and the sun and everything. You and know the f- fun thing but is? It's hard to imagine how this stuff, you know, yeah. uh, exists in the universe. But it does. The fun thing right now, somewhere out there on Facebook... Is a guy in Texas who's really stoned that just heard that and whoa, dude! Yeah. Oh, bro, bro, that, that is intense. That was kind of my reaction when I when I heard that. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Sagan. You know, I, it might have been Cosmos or one of those. You know, Sagan yeah. was the great communicator of science. Billions and billions yeah. of star stuff. But I remember yeah. just you know, and it was the little teaspoon yeah. thought experiment. You know, and you're yeah. like, just to show you how gravity and density and stuff works in the universe. I mean, certainly a black hole is exactly that, you know? Right, you don't right. want to get near one because you're not yeah. getting out. That's true. And then there's what happens to your information when you go in the black hole, and now we're getting into Stephen Hawking, and then right. do, 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 do. we don't need to go there on Monday. <laughs> Let's not get sucked in like the black hole. But, you know, talking about the stars yeah. and the sun and our star... So we had, you know, now I, unfortunately, I can attribute this to, I think, what I think is problem, a component, uh, hardware got messed up and yeah, uh, usually doesn't happen, but wear and tear, usually that doesn't happen with your electronic components, yeah. but uh, yeah, something fell off and the, the hardware got, you know, yeah. damaged. Yeah. yeah. But on Thursday and Friday, a gigantic sunspot. Yes. Um. Appeared yeah. on our sun, and this is uh, we've had, you know, sunspots are natural occurrences for the sun, but we have had a period of not oh so gosh. much sunspots. Yeah, we've had a a, a low lull in the period. Made, made of, scientists a little edgy because well, it's not yeah. exactly uh, normal. What is it? The sunspot, I believe, is like the size of three Earths, something like that. Something three to and five. Yeah, folks, just I I should just pull it up for you. Uh, NASA, you know, nowadays we've got telescopes. We got stuff right on the sun. Boy, oh boy! If you go look at some of the the, the satellite with the, the the and it's not yeah. it's actual pictures. It's not right. It's not a uh, you know a graphic. It's actually we filmed this. There's a time lapse of the sun from the satellite with all of the ejections and the magnetics and stuff yeah. that are coming off the sun. Yeah. Man, and you're looking at it, and it looks like something out of a CGI movie, but that's actually telescope footage 
photographs that they stitch together into a or like the time -lapse sound. Film. Have you heard like the sound no, with like different I've planets heard, and heard different like it, the yeah. sun sounds like? Yeah. Very interesting. Now, of course, there is no. How does that work? Because there's no sound in space. So no. Sound waves do not travel in space. Space right. is a vacuum. You need a medium travel sound, so sound can travel in water. Right. Travels here in air. Yeah. But uh, but it's like it's like the waves, right? The radio waves and yeah. the things that you, then we just could receive and just like the Inter microphone, yeah, and turn then it interpret into sound. a sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can listen to that stuff. You can listen to the pulsars and yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this this sunspot is there, and they got a really nice film of it, and it's like coming around, and there yeah. it is. And you know, it, it, it's a big hole in the sun, and this happens. But the, there's a little black hole in the sun oh, today. The police. Yeah. I'm telling you, Amazon, uh, Andy Summers documentary that yeah. he made. All about the police and his whole career. I'm gonna have to watch it. Very, that. very good. Yeah. Yeah, I rented it. It was worth it. I just, in fact, gave it four stars. I liked it. If you like the police, you'll you'll like. Andy yeah. Summers was a great guy. I mean, as far as musician, artist. So, uh, what happened with this big sunspot is then they get uh, mass ejections. They get solar flares and that. Yeah. Yeah. So the sunspot caused a coronal mass ejection, which mm -hmm. sounds really scary. That heads to X, Earth. X flares or whatever they call Yeah, coronal mass ejection. Yeah. And what that is, solar flares are like flares. They, You can actually see them. They flare out, and yeah. then they send all sorts of radiation and crap out, yeah. out our way and out to the universe. Uh, but a mass ejection is like, as I understand it, it it's... It, it's this uh, ejection of material, mm -hmm. which forms this, like, ionic cloud or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then that cloud heads out. Yeah. Usually Earth way. Yeah. It comes to us. And so the result was over the weekend, and I looked outside late last night, but I didn't see anything, was, uh, and I don't know if there was reports, but uh, this is the stuff that hits the ionosphere, our upper atmosphere, and creates the northern lights, the, the aurora. aurora borealis. Yeah. The beauty, the, all the colors, because it's all the, 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 uh, the material in the ionosphere gets yeah. uh, charged, and then from this, uh, all this kind of radiation. Luckily, right. This is why we have evolved on Earth. See, we've got this blanket around that doesn't kill us every time this happens. Right. This is a thing when we study other planets. If you don't have that blanket, that ionosphere, you know, all the magnetosphere and all that stuff that reject this. Yeah. Hello, Mars. Yeah. You're not going to, like, evolve. <laughs> <laughs> Your genetics are going to be sliced, diced, and yeah. life doesn't work. Unless you're underground. So th there's a whole thing about that. Right. Yeah. I have, an, I have a... Wow. I'm getting science. Welcome to Star Talk. <laughs> Star Talk. Uh, welcome to Cosmos. With right. Uh, but anyway, so the coronal, this thing yeah. uh, shot out, and it takes. Uh, flares, I guess, they, like pretty quick, but yeah. the 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 mass ejection because it's the, kind of this cloud a takes a sustained. few days. Yeah. So yeah. this thing happened on Thursday from yeah. the sun, so it takes a few days to kind of get to us. But they were kind of saying uh, Sunday night, Monday. Yeah, one of the bigger little bit, and that's where I kind of go. Oh, these are always interesting things: is electronics. Satellites, yeah. Yeah. stuff like that, because this is not necessarily so good for your electronics. No. And they were saying, too, if you're flying in a plane, potentially, and you're up in 
the sky, 30,000 feet, whatever it is, yeah. up in the sky that, you know, it's potentially you could get exposed to some of this kind of radiation stuff a little bit more than you should. Yeah. Now, the satellites supposedly fly within kind of the protective layer, but it depends on how high the satellite is or whatever. Right. But we sometimes have, like, GPSs and satellites and things get knocked out. Gets wonky, yeah. Or gets wonky, yeah. malfunctions, and then comes back. And oftentimes it's due to these kind of uh, yeah. solar events yeah. that kind of wreak havoc. Um, yeah, yeah I, I have a, uh old, old friend of mine lives in the, now, now he lives in Michigan. Up, uh, you know, by Detroit. And, up Michigan and, Way. Up Michigan Way, Ann Arbor, <laughs> Chelsea, Michigan. Yeah. And uh, uh, he uh, posted on Facebook last night about the uh, uh, upcoming Aurora Borealis yeah, yeah. and stuff. And he was going to go out and take a look at it because, you know, up in Michigan, they can, you know. Yeah, they're pretty north. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was going to he was gonna report. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a report back on that. Yeah. See how it was. Well, they were talking about it here in the Pacific Northwest, which is unusual. Yeah. Uh, so, because it's called the Northern Lights, it's in right. the Northern Territories up there, you know. It must be in Northern Latitudes. Yeah, too, Alaska, uh, up in the Canadian Northern Territories, yeah. northmost parts of the United States, sure. because that's, you know, where the the, the way the... The arc of yes. is positioned in yeah. the in the atmosphere, and I don't remember the explanation, but <laughs> yeah, it just is. That's where you're going to see it the most because that's yeah. where it hits the most. Other places closer down the equator and stuff, no, yeah, you know, um, I think it's thicker even equator if you think about it because of the way the Earth right. rotates and all that. That's right. part of the deal, um, but. Um, but they were talking about Pacific Northwest, which I thought yeah. was in there. Portland, probably not so much. No. But I think they were talking a little bit about oh, Washington. Why? And, of course, then you have to get out. The problem with Portland, you need to get out of what's called the light pollution. Right. So you got to be out somewhere where you can see the stars really yeah. clearly, yeah. Uh, where there's not a lot of uh, light, all the light from right. the city that's interfering yeah. with. Long, long time ago now, I'm going to say probably circa... Nine, maybe 2000, 2001, which is old now, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember I used to live out in Forest Grove. And I remember uh, in Forest Grove going out. Uh, I remember one time we were like, ah, I forgot to get the mail during the day. I'm going to go out and mail at night. And I go walking out there and happen to look up. And by God, there was some northern lights going Wow. On. And they, because, you know, Forest Grove's away from the city. And then when at <laughs> night it's dark and. And especially if you live out a little bit outside of Forest Grove, where you don't have so much of that, you know, light pollution. I remember looking up in the sky and actually seeing a little bit of the aurora borealis, and like, wow, that's cool. You ain't gonna see that in Oak Grove, you know. And uh, but I, it was it was kind of one of those, huh? That's cool. Yeah. Otherwise known as the time Jason dropped some acid. Right, but that's it's another some that's thing. It's in yeah. Forest Grove. Yeah, hey, is that the Northern Lights? Went to, like, a party at Pacific, you know. Next thing you know, the pretty lights, man. Exactly. No. No, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you can you can see stuff sometimes at various locations, but the the, yeah. the main place is up there in the, the north where you it's yeah. a regular occurrence. And people right. go up there. Uh, I remember being told once, I've never, uh, I've never, I don't think I've seen it. 
I don't think it's a trip. All the time. It really is a trip. Well, yeah. I have been told that if you go up to yeah. the places like up in Canada where you really go see the Northern Lights, it's it's a life changing experience. Yeah, it's like a whole symphony going on up there, and like, and the stuff's just like all around you. It's like a yeah. Steven Spielberg directed this thing. You know, you're like you're yeah. waiting for, you know. I mean, yeah. you're really like. Uh, I've been told it's it's really something and, else. Like yeah. like it is like the acid trip without the acid. Yeah, because all I mean, uh, all, all I saw was it. kind of like a kind of a dimish sort of dancing yeah. light, and I, I, yeah. enough to know where okay, that's what it is. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right. I can't imagine like being up somewhere in like the Yukon you're or up surrounded. in like Fairbanks, Alaska. You're surrounded. Yeah, yeah. and it's all right there. And yeah, that's what I'm lap. told. It's just like you're surrounded, and it's just something. Something crazy, yeah. Because everything is just all buzzing with everything's the, going, you know, yeah. energy. Lots of energy out there in the universe. That's right. I mean, we're wrapping up here. There's yeah. been several news stories. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, <laughs> do we do we even want to talk uh, about? Let's, let's say politics for Wednesday. Well, I was gonna. Yeah. There's uh, kind of a cool story about Daniel Radcliffe, though the guy who played Harry Potter. I. I don't know. Here's the headline. You ready for this? Daniel Radcliffe helps rescue tourists slashed and faced by robbers. He oh, actually geez. helped. He oh, actually helped rescue a guy. How'd you like to write? That's horrible. First no. of all, but still. Right. But you're like but good. Unimaginable crap's going on. You're the tourist. You know. You're like, oh my god, I'm getting assaulted, and you're like, oh, this hurts. This hurts. Hey, it's Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or if you're the slasher, you know, I am going to get. You know, I, I need meth or whatever. Like, oh, jeez. Well, I, yeah, I like I like the idea that Harry Potter saved them. Yeah, you know, did he have the stick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that when they? Uh, what was that one off the first one? Horrible thing uh, about the slashing. Yeah. What was that one that you know they're always talking about in the movie? They had the the wand there, and it's the, a wand, right? It's the yeah. Harry Potter wand. Oculus. I wonder if yeah. you did that. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I've said before. I'm not. It's not that I, I don't hate Harry Potter. I think it's it's just uh, it wasn't my jam. Wasn't your jam? Well, I, I did a, I did a little of the Harry Potter movies yeah. and stuff, uh, family based because that was you know the thing. But it was like yeah. I, re- I read the books. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I was more Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, interesting Disney Wizards and comedy. Right. It, and Tim Conway. You know, you have a kid when and you're Dom making DeLuise's, Dom DeLuise's kid. Son, yeah. 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 And and uh, Selena Gomez, the lovely Selena Gomez. Yeah, yeah you bet. I, I like that show. Yeah, that was a cool. And show. that was Wizards, and yeah. it was a sitcom operating a deli. Yeah, in Grand Central yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Great show. Great yeah. cast. Yeah. Uh, comedy. Oh, the mama's hot. <laughs> you I know. gotta go there, don't you? I know. <clears throat> but uh, I like Potter because uh, <laughs> you should have. I liked Potter because. Uh, no, the books, it was like a, I mean, no one talked about wizards. And I mean, you had Merlin yeah. and stuff. Well, I just like my, like, but, look, I grew up on the, the Bewitched, right? Mm. Witches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Suburban comedy. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? Two Darrens, not just one. Right. Dick York, Dick Sargent. <laughs> Never explained. <laughs> this is going to come out bad, and it's all about context. Yeah. But I'm just going to say it's a tale of two dicks. Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's okay. So you, I mean, if it's in context, it sounds oh okay, yeah. If it's out of context, oops. I think I think I I saw this last night and I stumbled 
across this because I was looking at movie trailers and things yeah. after the Twin Peaks. So I think I actually already saw this, but you said this morning, the Blade Runner trailer Wait. number two. No, it, yeah. In remake town, Blade Runner 2 is coming out. Tw- Blade Runner 2049 right. with Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Yes. And uh, and that one gal that I no really like. No Rutger Hauer, but not bad. No. Uh, and also, uh, uh, what's her name from House of Cards? She's in oh it. yeah, Rob, um, Robin, Robin, Robin Wright. Wright. Robin yeah. Wright is also stars in it. I think she's the police captain, based oh. on what I see in the trailer. Yeah, I think she's the. You know, I, I remember the original guy. Uh, I think he passed it. Great character actor. You know, the hey, you gotta go chase after the skin job. And yeah, come on, Decker. If you're not if you're not with us, you're the little people. I mean, great, good classic. Come on, Blade yeah, Runner. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I got to say, for a remake, at least from the second trailer, it came give out. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. It's, it doesn't you know, look too bad. I'm, I'm, here's my problem. I've been wanting to go see movies, yeah. but I haven't. And so I'm totally down on everything. Like, mm. like I'm zero for zero. You yeah. too? Yeah. Okay, so let's look. Yeah. Wonder Woman. No. Great reviews. I, yeah, I've heard it's just awesome. Like, the wife go. loves it. Gotta She's go like, see it. Yeah. Oh, she saw it? Oh, yeah. She yeah. says it's just fantastic. So I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. No, I haven't seen So that. that's on my list. Yeah. And, of course, I mean, I know superheroes, but it's summer, right? Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And that looked good, and that's getting getting good stuff, Pretty too. Decent. And yeah. I, I, I am one of those <laughs> people, very, very disappointed in the Spider-Man movies. I think you said, like, well, that first one with Toby Hooper, yeah, that was entertaining, but eh, Spider-Man, come on, mm. come on. I love... Peter Parker, I love Spider-Man. I would read him in the comics each week. So I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Yeah. I'm a big Peter Parker fan. So give me a good Spider-Man, and this one looks good. Right. And it's getting doing well. So the two super movies are doing well. There's others, too, I know. Yeah. I'm not a super fan. Uh, the whole Alien one yeah. that I almost have to go see, Yeah. That uh, that's yeah. not doing so well. Yeah. yeah. It didn't look so good. It's another Prometheus, right? Yeah, the early. I just don't know what's yeah. going on over there. Yeah. So that one's where it's like, eh, maybe I'll pick that up on cable or whatever. Okay. Uh, what's the other one that? Oh, the new Planet of the Ape movies. I that's another one that came that out. That just came out this over the week. weekend, War and people are like saying, "Wow, saying, yeah. yeah!" I looked at the previews of that last night because I, I hadn't even seen the preview. Right. I guess Woody Harrelson is just yeah, amazing well, in he it. Plays that. Yeah. I guess he's, he's pretty gonna be good. In the, he's going to be in the. Um, Mm. Not next year's Star Wars movie. Woody mm. Harrelson is in the Han Solo wow. standalone movie. Wow. I think he plays Woody. Han Solo's mentor. Really? Woody Harrelson. Which, then I just want them to be at Cheers. Right. <laughs> Here right. comes Sam in there, yeah. you know. Coach. Yeah. Coach. <laughs> Ernie Pantuzo. The, the yeah. early, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Han Solo's there. Diane. Diane. See, that's the thing. That would be our... See, we would just disrupt Hollywood. You think David Lynch disrupted Hollywood? (laughs) Doc and Jason. Yeah, we're disrupting. We would would turn the Han Solo standalone. I mean, if you think uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy fired those uh, Lego movie brothers quick, boy, would they... Okay, you guys are done. Heard your pitch. Bye. No, it's like Han Solo meets Cheers. Yeah. Trust me, it'll work. Yeah, but you got to have a cameo of like Woody Harrelson with like Ju- Juliet. Uh, 
what Juliet Phillips? Oh yeah, 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 from the uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> the, that would be you know. our Han Solo prequel. But they, yeah. you know, the Lego Movie guys, they they're yeah. they're done with it. So now it's a Ron Howard film. Nice. Which means it'll have narration. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't you just want it? Like turn it into a Ron Howard film. What was that guy's name? Um, the guy who was in Home Alone, or no, or, or did Ron? Ron narrated Arrested Development himself, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like, you know. Yeah. I love it. The that. interesting thing about Chewbacca <laughs> is that a Wookiee is yeah. over seven and a half feet tall. And then somehow we work Michael Sarah into it. And yeah. Next thing you know. Film. Han Solo prequel. There you go. Kathleen Kennedy's like, are you kidding me? Do I have to fire another director? <laughs> right. Throw Star in the Ewoks, yes. you know, Mexico. Dude, and, yeah. I did a deep dive. Deep dive. I did not know. Yeah. And I did a deep dive. There were two Ewok movies made. They, You think the Star Wars Christmas special was bad. Yeah. Holiday this is horrible, special. Huh? This was another one that, like, mm. like George Lucas in some vault somewhere. <laughs> but they're out there, and yeah. we will find them, and we will watch them. Ewok. They are Ewok Adventures. Yeah. I didn't know. I watched this whole YouTube video where the guy talks about the Ewok Adventures, and, oh, they are so B-movie bad. Yeah. They are so bad. Like, he says the first one is actually, yeah. it, it's and it's a kid's movie. Yeah. He says the first one's actually, he kind of works. But by the second one, you're like, oof. Oof. Yeah, I was I was never a fan of the Ewoks. See, I didn't trust them. I I, I don't like, trust the Ewoks. You know, I'm the one Star Wars fan that yeah. I was I was down with the Ewoks. Were you? I wasn't yeah. because yeah. there was yeah. yeah I was Ewoks are duplicitous because you, that's you, fine. You, they're always oh look I'm all uh, look I'm that's like fine. a but you know that just like gremlins dude if you feed them after midnight something's going wrong right the Ewoks have a dude all I'm saying is Ewoks have a dark side to them. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Just like the the Jedi are not duplicitous. Well, I didn't say about Ewoks. I know, but Ewoks. I mean, it's just they they they're they're cute. They eat your food. Yeah, but and the forest of Endor, and then they um yeah, and then they wrong with them. And, and then they they bash in like Imperial walkers and stuff. Yeah, could go wrong. Yeah, but they're I don't know what's going on deep in a forest with them, but something's going on with them. I well, bet you there's like some really weird Ewok rituals going on that we don't know about. Oh, and they get along with Wookies too. Well, that's what they say. Yeah. But I bet you the Wookiee, if we if we could speak Chewbacca ease, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure Chewie's uh, giving us the full disclosure on them, dude. Yeah, I, you know, Don't I trust just, those I just embrace total Star Wars. And I know yeah. a lot of great big, you know, heavy Star Wars fans. Yeah. Like I think Return they loved Return of the Jedi except yeah. the Ewoks ruined it for them. Yeah, too and I'm I'm like, cute you know, and fluffy. You know, this isn't 2001 A Space Odyssey, folks. This Make isn't... them like the Tribbles, at least. Yeah. You know, when something's going on. You know, they <laughs> well, would... that was a thing. Yeah, but man, they, but they, when they I over when they overcreate, you know, they're jamming up the systems. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, Star yeah. Wars has all sorts of abominable snowmen and all sorts of crap, yeah. for God's sake. That's you true. go to a bar and it's like, what the hell am I drinking with here? Right. You know? uh, who hasn't been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bartles yeah. and James. Uh, Zima. <laughs> that's ruined many a poor boy's. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a lot more news. There is. But uh, we don't have to get into it. Um, 
I know. love it. Speaking of Star Wars characters, Ann Coulter got into it. And yeah, she went on some weird. But we're not going to talk yeah. about that. That was interesting. And and uh, Han Solo movie and Star Wars. I know I'm missing something that popped up, but that's okay. Blade yeah. Runner. Oh, yeah. War of the, the Apes. That's, yeah. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. I, the sequel looked. I mean, the trailer was, eh, but it's getting good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed the first two. The yeah. remake, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it it it's worked. Yeah. They, they've been taking it in a new direction, so it's mm-hmm. all right. And here we're talking about remakes and not original yeah. movies like George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, right? So, hey, you know, one of my favorite shows would be literally we don't talk any news, and at the very end, just says, oh yeah, there's news. Google it. Bye, and that's it. Jason, with that, that is pretty much coffee with curmudgeons <laughs> that describes the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have a good Monday, everybody. Bye-bye.